Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches. And you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com, and I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American patriots. Okay, what are we talking about this evening? Well, I don't know if they're listening. <laughs> well, does it look like they're listening live? No. There's a big red box here, which they swear has nothing to do at all with our... With our signal, but it does. I called up support already. Of course, that was like a year ago. Right. Anyway, of course, you probably will hear Rooster Cogburn in the background again. He is alive. He is not a recording, and he's getting ready to go to bed. <laughs> yes, they go to bed when it gets dark. Anyway, on Thursdays, we start with the Pledge of Allegiance. Do they have food? Yeah, they have food. Okay, we sorry will, to interrupt you, but... We will jump right into it with the Second Amendment report. And did you know that yesterday was National Toilet Paper Day? I'm going to have a lot of fun with this, but I'm going to have a little bit of fun. No, a lot of fun. Because there's two other national days that were yesterday. And because of one day, the dogs get dissed. <laughs> well, let's, the we'll, dogs get... We will tell you... The dogs what, get dissed? <laughs> we will tell you what that means. Then China is not our friends, and your favorite segment, the dumbass segment, and regulations suck if we get to it. Ooh. All righty then. If, just to keep you guys updated, since you, we're not doing it with paper this evening, I did get the old tower running. What a pain in the neck, because the only thing it has in it is a floppy drive and a CD reader from, like, back in the day 10 20 years ago i was gonna say how old is this thing it's pretty old um <laughs> it's a pentium 4 so yeah um i got it running and so it took you th almost three days and i use our tv as a monitor so i don't have to spend money on that yeah it's because i'm going to replace that first thing that that darn drive because that's uh, i have a bunch of operating systems on cd and flash drives but it won't take it from the flash drive. It won't boot from a flash drive. It needs a new upgrade to its BIOS, which I'll probably will be doing. Anyway, it needs a lot of work. It's only got a 40 gigabyte hard drive. It's only got 512 megabytes of RAM. So, you know, right now it's pretty much perfect for just reading, reading text. It's, it's kind of slow. Although the operating system I have in it is really peppy. Um, it's still, it's not, you know. You make of it what you can. So, 
won't hear any rustling. You might hear some mouse and, and Susan dropping her pens or something. Because <laughs> we still don't have any cork to cover the top of this thing. <laughs> and, and rustling stuff that I'm going to be reading, like from a book or something. <laughs> okay. Or well, a magazine. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, put it back down to 70. I don't care what it does to the recording. We're definitely too hot. If you use your little lefty righty arrows, I know, I know, but it's it went right to where we had it before at seventy one percent. He's talking about our sound. That's okay. where we had it. Well, yeah, we were we were pegging too much there for a while. All right, it's Thursday. It's time for the pledge. Hands over heart, face the flag. You know, flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Other hosts are saying the pledge as well. Good. <laughs> I I was hoping it would catch on. Anyway, I need to push a button. Because we're jumping right I into it. I knew that. <laughs> jumping right into it. There we go. Mr. President, members of Congress... You've been making a lot of noise about taking our guns away. But you might want to review history. 1835, Gonzales, Texas Territory. The authorities wanted to confiscate the big gun that protected that colony. You know what the people said? Come and take it. Because they were willing to fight for the freedom and the guns. So we come and take it if you want it. Come and take it, take it, take it. Come and take it, but I warn you, you'll have to buy it from a COVID hand. We want the freedom that God gave us, so you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come to us and take it too. One shot at a time. Just like Okay, thank you, Steve Voss. And that means it's time for the Second Amendment report. And since I had to redo the copy, I forgot to put in that I want to read. I sent you Armed Citizen in an email so you wouldn't have to read from the book anymore. I like this. I like to read it like this. I, I like it better when it's part of the copy and it's but easy you, to see. You don't have to read it. Don't worry. Don't fret your pretty little head. I know I'm not going to read it. <laughs> don't fret I'm your not this little silly. Head. I'd have it up no, on the big actually, screen. No, I, I got a 20-inch flat screen monitor you, going here. You sent here. me in premise. I think that's what you would think about because I just got it, the July I did send you a premise as well. Okay. <laughs> I didn't just send the other one. I, I send it every month. Okay, so this is the Armed Citizen from America's First Freedom, the NRA magazine. Get over it. How old is this, though? I'm getting them electronically. We're not getting any more magazines. Okay, that's fine. What? They're still timely. I'm just telling the story. I want to know when it's from. I will say at the end. nine three fourteen. Okay, see, that wasn't hard. Bar that wasn't hard at all, was it? Barbara Haley, 52, awoke to the sound of her barking dog around 2.40 a.m., she went to investigate and noticed a few items, items out of place, but when she did not see anyone, she returned to bed. Then, after a loud crash, she discovered an intruder had taken refuge in her bedroom closet. She retrieved her firearm and issued the verbal warning, Don't move, before calling 911.
Berhan, 24-year-old suspect at bay for 30 minutes until police arrived. That's a really long time to keep a gun pointed at someone. There's a proper way to do that. Let me, you, you, let me, d- you use two hands and you're rested on your belly. You're, you just point shoot from your belly. He's right in front of you. You don't have to hold it out. And besides, it's he can't he can't grab it that close to you either. I know. I love when they. Well, let me just say what's from. This is from Omaha World Herald, Omaha, Nebraska, from nine three fourteen. Uh, that's why I love what they show in the movies that people hold guns so close to somebody, and it's like you can grab a gun. Yes, you can. Uh, and in fact, I have, and I will probably in the future. Uh, yes, there is a. It isn't that hard to take a gun away from someone if you know how. You just got to learn, find someone to teach you how. And when so doing, understand the other person might know this too. So. Don't present your gun in such a way that they can take it away from you. The other thing is, look at the response time. 30 minutes? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. You, the cops are going to save you from what? <laughs> exactly. Not even from boredom. I know. That's true. I'd have to go turn the TV on or something. <laughs> go sit in that chair right there. I'd make him tie himself up. <laughs> yeah, he could just stay right there. If he gets up, I'll shoot him. It's a, stand up, I'm going to shoot you, just so you know. Put your hands on the on the armrests, keep them there. Um, anyway, yeah, that that's something where I learned over my years of shooting, I guess. But yeah, it's a little trick. And it works. You, you can, you can sit, sit or stand like that forever, holding a gun. And sorry, you know, if she shot the person, she wouldn't have had to wait for the police. Again, 30 minutes is a very long time. It, it makes you think it's just easier to shoot him, isn't it? Well, he already deserves big shot. He he is entering. This is a home invasion. Someone's at home, and they're coming in the door. They're meant to do violence. That's a fact. You can ask any cop who's ever been around this stuff any length of time. Um, anyway, we're going to go to cnsnews.com. Daytona Beach, Florida. Wow, they don't have Daytona in the spell checker? Really? (laughs) There's no Daytona. Dayton? No Daytona. Uh, That's kind of weird. I should probably teach it, but I won't. We were at Daytona Beach. We had a timeshare just off, just, I mean, the town right next to it. Yeah, I was gonna thinking about getting a job at the little ho- the little hospital they had there. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. And we were gonna buy one of those little boxy beach houses because the breeze is awesome. It's 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 always cool there, and right on the water, and it would be beautiful. And this is the kind of sand you can drive on if you didn't know that. Anyway, the Daytona Beach, Florida City Commissioners have given approval to an indoor shooting range that includes a restaurant that sells alcohol. Woohoo! WFTV reports commissioners raised safety concerns over the mix of alcohol and guns on the same property before voting on a measure on Wednesday night. Business owner Ron Perkinson opened Volusia Top Gun a few years ago. 
Ferguson told commissioners the group plans to turn the vacant building into an upscale restaurant. But he said he needs alcohol sales to make the restaurant profitable. If you don't know that, the only thing they really make money on in a restaurant is liquor. That's their profit. Not the food, it's the liquor. In an interview with WFTV, Perkinson said, the restaurant will be separate, cafe, whatever you want to call it. Oh, like the idiot built that in a basin, remember? Took a beautiful old old restaurant, I mean, old bar. I mean, all old wood fixtures, wagon wheel fixtures, real wagon wheels. All kinds. I mean, it was beautiful. The, the bar itself, I mean, it was oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, huge. Man. It was like one reminiscent of the old Irish bars back in New York. Yeah. That he bought, his son bought it, took it over, and he remodeled. And he made a separate cafe, too. So, first off, he lost half of the building already, half the bar. More. I'd say more. More like two-thirds of the bar went to the restaurant. And the bar kind of reminds me of 7-Eleven. You know, a quickie mart, mini mart, those things. You know how they have those machines where you get the sodas and stuff? That's behind the bar. The old glass door machine that they use yeah, behind the bar. So it looks horrible. And it's just white. Whitewashed, white painted walls. All, you know, he covered up all the good stuff. It's just sheetrock. It was small. It was depressing. I couldn't go there anymore. You know, it was funny, too, that, well, we'll get into this more, but um, bikers, they loved that bar. They would come from all over the place yep. just to go to that bar. He lost that. He lost a lot. I don't think he even owns the thing anymore. I think she took it back and put it up for sale. She'd have to re redo it to something that looks Western now instead of something that looks like a cookie mart. Um, okay, so lick license, blah, blah, blah. We're not going out seeking a liquor license and trying to, you know, rah, rah, we're serving alcohol and shooting guns. It'll be just a standard restaurant setting, nothing more. And we're not allowed to carry into places that sell alcohol. If you have a concealed carry permit, every place has that. Uh, probably where you're leading the most, but <laughs> I, you may think it sounds uh, dangerous. What's more dangerous is if someone else has a gun Decides he wants to kill you, and you don't. Hey, you know, sometimes uh, you might be surprised that, like, unsavory people go to bars. Well, okay. Perkins says guns will not be allowed in the restaurant area. IDs will be tracked, and those who consume alcohol in the restaurant will not be allowed into the shooting range for 24 hours. That's That's a little harsh. It takes 24 hours to get rid of alcohol? That's not how I remember it. That really is a little harsh. Well, <laughs> you know, he's got, he's trying, people with shooting ranges just trying to keep shooting ranges without getting closed down. Plus, I got to worry about the insurance. I don't, I don't want, I wouldn't want anyone drinking there either, and I like to drink. And I do drink and shoot guns. Just not at a city range, you know. Yeah, you know, it's uh, breaking the rules. It might surprise you that someone called uncooperative breaks the rules. Well, that was a norm at the cowboy action shooting afterwards. I have the absolute <laughs> right to keep and bear arms, and it shall not be infringed. What part of that doesn't everybody understand? You can't tell me I can't go with alcohol. I can't drink alcohol. 
I can't do that. I can't. That's why I don't have a concealed carry permit. If I sign that thing, I agree to all those limitations, and I don't. I carry open, and I'll carry everywhere I go. Yes, I have brought it into a place that sold liquor, and nobody said a word, and they all saw it because it was open carry. So again, from CNS News, the Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe, Demon Grat, I can't believe anybody, he's a freak, McAuliffe. He's not quite as bad as the other one, the insane one, the bald guy. But he, he's just a Kool-Aid drinker. Virginia, what the hell? I'll tell you what the hell. Everybody moving out from D.C. into Virginia. Because my girlfriend, Deb, I know, Pennsylvania Virginia, was destroyed by New Yorkers. Also, she said they were busing people in from Maryland to vote for Terry McAuliffe. There's, she said there is a lawsuit pending, but you don't hear anything about it. It kind of went away. It, because a voter fraud always gets squashed because they control the voter laws, the parties, and they don't want anybody getting the idea that they can take that away from them, which they can because it's left to the states, not to political parties. So for the states, to political parties to go pound sand. You're not getting any special treatment anymore about how to get on the ballot. If one of my citizens wants on a ballot and he can get the signatures to get on the ballot, then he's on the ballot. Again, that's states giving up their rights, Brian. That's right. And it's not a federal thing. The federal election laws are unconstitutional, except specifically what it says they're allowed to do. The rest of it is left to the states. I know it's so radical to think that the states, Brian, they can't do Why? Your state government's huge. I know, because my state government's huge for a place where there's no people. There's always plenty of politicians to go around. I really just don't like politicians much anymore. Um, even before the man who killed the reporter and cameraman on live television was in custody, those calls for gun control were later echoed by the grieving father and boyfriend of WDBJ reporter Allison Parker, as well as President Caesar Broxabominus, Hillary Rotten Clinton, and others. Hitlery. Everyone's afraid to go there. They say rotten, but they won't say Hitlery. I usually do Hitlery or rotten, and sometimes I put them both in. Yeah. Hitlery, rotten, Clinton. But Dana Lash, who must explain on air why her name <laughs> is spelled L O E S C H and is called Lash. What, what kind of special mark is supposed to be over the O and E to turn it into an A? I just discovered her. I mean, it just Brian, doesn't. It Brian, doesn't make sense. Brian knows her. You knew her before I discovered her show. I've known her for a long time, actually, on and off on the internet. That's how he knows most people on the internet. Well, I live on top of a mountain at 7,000 feet in the Rocky Mountains. There's not many people here. And the people that are here are idiots, and uh, they make you want to kill them. So, but Dana Lash, it looks like it should be Lash. The author of Hands Off My Gun and a staunch Second Amendment supporter said her life was once saved by a gun. I don't want that right taken from me, she told Fox News' Megan Kelly Wednesday night. Yeah, we, we did too, more than once. Uh, but that last time here in Montana in the, in the National Forest. Yeah, we were in the middle of nowhere. The, those guys came into that camp. They, they knew what they were doing, and they were covered to do harm. Too bad for them. We were armed. 
Well, you know, and wh- waiting for them because I knew they were up to no good because they were sitting down the road down there talking all night. Well, and where we were camped, uh, folks, you actually had to drive into the campsite. You couldn't access oh, yeah. it from the road, it's the main like service road, fire 30, service road. About 30 yards to 40 yards. It was long because we walked it once, a couple times. Yeah. Because we were looking around. And then it but, opens up in a big meadow where we were camping. Right. But, it, but you couldn't access it right from the far, main fire no. service road. You, you had, had to come to in. Come in. <laughs> and I knew they were going to come in. I, I sent Susan the dog to bed, and I let the fire go out, and I stayed up and waited for them. They didn't let me, make me wait too long either, and that was good because Susan was awake, and she jumped out. Dog came out. She comes out with the shotgun. Then I've got a flashlight on him with a three fifty-seven. Needless to say, they turned around and left. <laughs> I was like, give me a reason. Uh yeah, they left. It's it's so a gun saved our lives for sure. <laughs> for sure, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna leave there. I'm telling you, they were gonna kill us. Probably rape her. Hmm. So uh, yeah, I can kind of. I don't want my guns taken away either, and I'm not gonna let it be taken away. We don't have a gun problem. We have a criminal problem. Lash said, "We have a society that thinks it's completely permissible to shirk responsibility." We have people who have no problem with what Planned Parenthood does in terms of fetal parts harvesting. We don't teach a respect for life. Now, look, at the beginning of this article, it said that Barackus Obaminus was calling for more gun control, but he never called for anything happening to Planned Parenthood. He's hailing Planned Parenthood. So it's okay to kill babies, but you want to take our guns away. Right. Now, this is the newest one, right? This is the newest shooting? Because I yeah. heard that, too. It was like, <laughs> right away, gun control. It doesn't matter. Obama already has his plans. The BATFE of working on changing rules. And if somebody doesn't stop them, they're going to make it very difficult for you to buy a firearm. It's going to take a lot of people's rights away from them. And they don't have the right to do that. And I begged you all conservatives not to go down that road about mental health. You just set it up. We, we already had veterans from Vietnam because they had PTS. They, they don't, they can't, they're barred from buying guns legally Well, for the rest of their lives. She's going to get into all the things that you're telling everyone not to say, which I'm really surprised because she's usually really good about this stuff. That's why I put this article Some up. Some people get it. Uh, a brain brain block. They do, they don't stick to the last part of the Second Amendment. Shall not be infringed. There is no reasonable restrictions on your rights. Shall not be infringed. Strongest wording out of any of them shall not be infringed. Your rights shall not, which means must not. See, and she goes, the first thing she goes to after the mass shootings was, was again, a talking point about movies. <laughs> I was like, Dana, what is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? I've listened uh, to her shows. She doesn't believe what she's just said. She believes what she's, she didn't say anything yet. <laughs> Reading ahead and telling them about it. Anyway, uh, we have a society that thinks it's completely permissible to shirk responsibility. We have people who have no problem with what Planned Parenthood does in terms of fetal parts harvesting. We don't teach respect for life. We glorify violence in movie, music, film, and books. This is what our society is. Look, 
don't be talking about music filled with books. You what, do you want to ban stuff now? And yes, we we don't end sentences with is. Is what? Let's <laughs> just say she was talking. So uh, this is a quote. This is Frankenstein's monster. Really? They don't know Frankenstein either? Frankenstein. Oh, oh. Who spelled it wrong? Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Yes, and Dr. Frankenstein wasn't the monster. Frankenstein's monster was the monster. This is what society has created. It's a reflection of us. And as I said, criminals are always going to be with us. I've had my life protected with a gun, and I don't want that right taken from me, Lash said. The gunman is proof that evil exists. And she said if he bought his gun legally, which he apparently did, the problem becomes one of identifying people with mental illness. Oh! Doofus! Who's going to decide what mental illness is? Yeah, go ahead. It can say, the doctor can say anything they want and make stuff up. What are you kidding me? Mental illness? Veterans on the veteran hospital are not going to psychiatric treatment that would normally get it because they don't want their guns taken away. <sighs> and if he passed a background check-in, there had already been questions about his behavior, then the question becomes, why wasn't this reported? Why isn't everybody armed, Dana? Why wasn't this reported as we saw in the Gifford shooting? You had an individual who had been kicked out of the community college that had been reported to the sheriff's office. Nobody followed up on it. Virginia Tech, same thing. The problem is the psych, the psych meds they're putting these people on, Dana. Uh, mental health people having guns isn't an issue. I don't have to do a background check based on the Second Amendment. It says shall not be infringed to say, well, except for uh no. Thank you for playing. The problem, Megan, uh, oh, she was on Megan Kelly's show? If she didn't rip Megan Kelly a new one, I, I'm, I'm really disappointed in her. And it sounds like she didn't. Uh, I'm with Trump on Megan Kelly. The heck with her. Who the hell does she think she is? I saw what she was doing. She was purposely going after Trump. And she was enjoying it. You could see it on her face. And it, he just he just took her fastball and knocked it right out of the park. But she couldn't take it. When he went after her, she got all upset. And she took vacation. She can't handle having a an on-air uh, hatred from somebody. This is a problem. Is this isn't normal for you, Kelly. I tell you, you think you're all you're all that Megan, but you're not. Just take the money from Fox and don't don't tell us what to do or think. The problem, Megan, that is, we see each and every single time is that you have an abundance of laws, and you have people, including states and local officials, who do not follow these laws. Dana, you're killing us. And I want to bring up something really quickly as well. Everyone is focusing on the gun. Can we also bring up the fact that this is a racially charged, racially motivated crime 
by somebody who had a grievance. And I think there is all too often a focus on the tool instead of the hate in someone's heart. Unless you got that one right. Look, everybody should be carrying guns. You don't all, you don't want to, you don't have to, but everybody should be allowed to because then crime will disappear. And you want to talk about a polite society? A polite society is an armed society. You might not say those uh, hateful words to somebody if they're carrying a firearm, right? You're going to get in their face and start screaming at them if they've got a gun because they're going to shoot you before you get that close. We don't need any, we don't, we need the Knicks check to go away. I don't, I don't want the government deciding who can have guns and who can't. It's against the constitution. They don't have this power. It's in fact, they even, they didn't have the power before the bill of rights and all the bill of rights did was make it obvious. They went out and said, just in case you're confused, you can't touch our guns. And yet everybody said, well, you got to be reasonable. Why? I'm for the rule of law. If the rule of law isn't reasonable, then I'm not going to be reasonable, hence uncooperative. And I like the letter the gunman faxed to ABC News after the shooting. He admitted to being very angry man. I I remember reading about this shooting. Yeah, he was a very angry man. He said the shooting at the church set him off. He wanted to create a a, uh, racial war. Uh, very angry man. I've been a human powder keg for a while, just waiting to go boom. According to the S. Oceated Press, when the gunman was fired from Roanoke, Virginia station WDBJ in 2013, he had to be escorted from the building by police because he was not going to leave willingly or under his own free will. The station's former news director, Dan Dennison, was quoted as saying. Okay, when that happened... Then, uh, as the station manager, uh, you everybody here is going to be carrying a gun from now on, just from the incident of having him to be screaming. Well, and what she misses gone. about every shooting, every shooting involves somebody on ADD or antidepressive drugs, and they always take their own life. Yes, um, they have very bad side effects, and they just give it out like candy. That's that's one. Very important part of this that I don't hear Dana talking about. Um, this, this again, if everyone was carrying a firearm, how many people do you think you'd be able to kill? The second problem in every one of these shootings is they always happen in a gun-free zone. Oh no, no, Giffords was outside. Uh, yeah, she was holding a political event, and no guns were allowed. Gun-free zone. They're all gun-free zones. Even if they're not marked as such, most of them that they attack are marked as such. But, you know, you know you're know, you not allowed to take guns to a political event in some in some states. Well, if you have a concealed carry in most states, you can't, you can't take it to football games, any kind of, any kind of gathering of people. Again... Wouldn't it? Wouldn't you want all those crowd of people to have guns in case some crazy comes in and everybody's got a gun? You got to be kidding me. Even if I'm like, all right, twenty five percent of the people there had a gun, it'd still be over. I'm, it's not that hard to learn how to shoot a gun. Anyway, um, so those are the two things we want to focus on. We want to focus on the drugs, the SRIs. 
the antidepressives, the ADD drugs, all these drugs cause these kind, it's, it's in the warnings. These are side effects. Why don't we put that together? See, gun-free zones and people on these medications having guns is a problem. The problem is they're on medication and it's a gun-free zone. So stop giving out medications like they're candy. Uh, that would be the doctor's. Uh, that are doing it and obviously someone's given him the push to do it because over the last decade it's like every it's almost like everybody's on some kind of antidepressive drug psychoactive drug so we need to look at that we need to look gun-free zones is just an advertisement to for crazies to come and kill people no gun-free zones even if you're not going to have guns don't make it a gun-free zone just don't do it you don't want to have guns there don't have guns there but even if it's a gun-free zone, I'm, if I have my gun I'm carrying, I'm going to go there. I don't have a concealed carry permit. I didn't agree to the government that I wasn't allowed to bring a gun into government buildings. We have a... Where's my card? I just did it to you. You didn't uh, pay attention I didn't because it was a lot of papers. I thought you were going to hit me or something. <laughs> <laughs> just move on. It's not you're going to hit me. All right, we got a commercial break. It's the Uncoopt Radio Show. You stay tuned. Goes. We'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. 
Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Did you miss us? <laughs> now, I did this segment. This is still hour one. <laughs> yes, hour one. I did this little national day because yesterday was like three national days, which is ridiculous that we're even having this. You know what I mean? Like Because one of them was enacted by Congress, which is stupid. Like, they're so bored that they have to do stupid stuff like this. Stop asking them to do stuff. Their job is not to do stuff. Their job is only to do what has to be done and nothing more. Not what they want to do. All the things they want to do, that's what's killing us. That whole executive branch they created up there, that's not That's not constitutional. I mean, I, it's just like they're making work for themselves because they really shouldn't be there. They really have taught us, and you hear talk show hosts say it too, Oh, look, they're going on vacation. They didn't get this bill done. Idiots, when they go home, they can't do any harm. Be happy. What we would like is to get back to the Constitution where they'll be so limited. They'll only have to be there. It's only mandatory that they're one month a year. And after we get back to the Constitution, it'll take a while. I imagine they won't be in office in, in D.C. more than one month a year. Because all they're supposed to do is get the budget stuff out of the way, take and uh, whatever Congressy stuff they need to do, and uh, that's actually in the Constitution. And then when they're done, they can go home. We don't want them, no pensions, no hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for a salary. We need to change this. 
They, you won't feel that they're worth that kind of money when you find out how little they have to do. Most important being senators and treaties and keeping the executive from killing us with foreign treaties. And if my fellow Americans could understand, there's no such thing as a trade agreement in the Constitution. It's a treaty. It's a trade treaty. It must be approved by Congress. And as a matter of fact, you have to also have the House involved if it has any revenue involved in it. If the bill is going to have raised any revenue, taxing, uh, penalties, etc. in the bill, all revenue bills must originate in the House of Representatives. That's what most people think anyway. It's not true. When it comes to treaties, it's specifically outlaid in the Constitution as the Senate's power. Two-thirds of the Senate and bye-bye. That's why we want the Senate to be in the control of the state legislatures so that when these things happen, the states go, oh, no, you're not ratifying that. <laughs> That's We're not letting you ratify that. Another reason why we have to kick our governments back from the ground up. We, we've taught you the plan. We're going to keep trying to tell you the plan. But I can't do it every show. <laughs> I can't like all the details out of a show. Start in the school board and work your way up. It's that simple. If you don't succeed the first time, try again. Don't move to step two until you've achieved step one. Step one is a foundation to build for your next step, which is to tell your county commissioners to go pound sand. All right. <laughs> Getting back to the show, and yesterday was National Toilet Paper Day. <laughs> I had to do it once I saw it. I keep telling her to. <laughs> I keep telling her about stockpiling toilet paper up here. Toilet paper, brass, ammo, all these things are going to be worth lots of money. But I'll tell you what: you may be able to live without a round for your rifle, but you won't be able to live very well without toilet paper. Pine cones—they really don't get the job done. Well, they didn't even say pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> well, out on the west is what they use. There's pine trees, so the pine cones. East East Coast, too. With the, Actually, it's more east because you have the big pine cones. These pine cones here, you couldn't. It's too small. They're like two inches. <laughs> it's just the thought. So, that, you know, leaves. But don't, whatever you do, use poison anything. Sumac, poison ivy. Make sure you know about that stuff. You don't start picking that in the woods and cleaning your backside with it. Because you will be sorry. And again, all these national days, like Valentine's Day, I and just Mother's hate them all. Day. This is not the government's place. I know. Place. I know. They, 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 somebody thinks it up, and then yeah. they lobby the this freaking also, government. Yeah, it's also a day off for every every government employee. For every government holiday, they get off. I know, and we have to pay them anyway. What? Or, or you got to pay them like double the work, which some of them have to work. Everybody can't leave ever. And I mean. They're, they're, the bureaucrats up there have to stay to, because there's something happening all the time, whether government's in session or not, Congress in session doesn't matter. They still have to control whatever they're controlling. And it is controlled. The only time you think about toilet paper may be when there's a two-for-one deal in the grocery store. But now, like all things, there's a day devoted to TP. 
It's unbelievable that we do this in this country. It just really is. This is the least of our problems. In honor of National Toilet Paper Day, which falls on August the 26th each year, here are five interesting tidbits about the household product most Americans use every day. Number one, in the past, people grabbed what they could find to wipe. It wasn't uncommon for someone to use water, hay, corn cobs, leaves, sticks, stones, moss, or fruit peels, according to Toilet Paper Facts, compiled by Boston Standard Plumbing. And that's where the bidet comes in. Bidet, that's a French thing. In 1857, Joseph C. Gayetti began selling toilet paper with his name printed on each sheet. He marketed the brand as medical tissue for hemorrhoids. Three, the U.S. spent $9.6 billion on standard toilet paper in 2014. And that's that stuff that's like wax paper. I mean, I mean it, it doesn't do anything. This government toilet paper is horrible. I know. I, I was in the Air Force. It's horrible. It's just not my Charmin. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like Charmin. Yeah. Your daughter's one of them. I don't know why. Why would you not like Charmin? She just hates it. It's too soft. <laughs> what? That's, it, it, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, my kids have funny ideas. The U.S. fed $9.6 million on toilet paper in 2015, according to business research company Euromonitor. Number four, looking for a cheap wedding dress? Charmin and CheapChicWeddings.com hold a toilet paper wedding dress contest each year. This year, 1,498 women took part in the challenge, and the winner received $10,000, according to a Charmin statement. Did they actually get married in those things? Because I thought women had to have a perfect wedding. What, you going to make... You're going to wear a toilet paper wedding dress? Actually, toilet the, paper the, wedding one, dress? the one they showed was really pretty. <laughs> they, she did a really good job. It was a really pretty and dress. No matter what you do, it's still toilet paper. <laughs> well, apparently, they wanted to save money. <laughs> no, they, and, and they the, wanted to make money. Oh, yeah. So that's right. So the $10,000 could go to a real dress. But I wasn't sure. I mean, do they just make it up and then take a picture of it, or do they have to get married in it? No, they just make it up and take a picture of it. Oh, uh, well, that's not. That's nothing. You no. know, wedding dresses are ridiculous. Yes, Your I do. Your daughters cost $4,000. I wouldn't spend $4,000. It cost $4, what? $4,000. No, it did not. No, it did not. Melody <laughs> paid for it. It might have it been like $700, but that's it. I remember when it was getting bought. It wasn't. I don't know where you got the notion. Maybe I got the whole thing was four thousand, five thousand. No, I think it was ten thousand dollars. The whole thing wasn't even ten thousand dollars. She whole did wedding. everything herself. No, that plan fell through. She had three different. Well, she plans. had to. Well, then she had to find a new place to have the wedding. But and Me Melody took care of that. But still, it was. Not, it, look, this, number five <laughs> is a good question for Alanis Morissette. Isn't she the one? No, she's not. She's not the one. No. Who was it? I don't know the the hippie female actress that. It was uh, the actress. Okay. Well, Atlantis acted. It was. It was. No, it wasn't Atlantis. Atlantis isn't as hippie. Actually, Atlantis has become a little more conservative since she disappeared and got cleaned up and oh, then came back. Speaking of disappearing, wasn't it cute how the uh, powers that be at Fox told Megan she needed to hide for ten days? 
They didn't Get tell over. her. She just did it. <laughs> she ran away. She's a coward. Oh, but she, women are very emotional. And it's, a, it's a prime example. And employers have to put up with this. I have to give you... You're not, what kind of professional are you? Just because Trump called you some names, you're going to break down like a blethering idiot? Grow a spine. This is, this is example of why women shouldn't be in the workforce. Because as an employer, why should I pay you just to not be here? Just because you're upset. Or you're pregnant. And by the way, I don't believe in giving uh, paid vacations to anybody. Think about it. If you were the employer, would you give paid of that? Paid leave? You let someone like not come in on holidays and get paid? You're insane. You'll never stay in business. You'll never be competitive. Your employees have to work to get what they get. I will get. I would give them more in salary and no benefits. But I'd give them more salary that would make up for the benefits that it would have cost me. And then they could do with the extra money what they will. They can use it to live on or they could use it to... Buy the benefits they want. Retirement, put it in there, educational, whatever. The government wants to give you a non-taxable place to put your money. I don't know anymore, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think there's a safe place to put money. And by the way, I don't think money's a safe place to be. And I really do believe they're purposely forcing us not to use money, cash money, and use credit cards and debit cards because it's easier to control us with that and control... There are no real dollars to print, so they don't have to print money. That saves them money, too. But the main thing is control, you understand. So don't be so happy about all this credit card, debit card nonsense. Everything you do with that card is tracked by someone. And that means it's available to the United States government. Geez, that puts going out and... Shopping like women do in a whole new light, huh? Women's Equality Day from Fox News. It isn't Women's Equality Day. There's no way. I cannot believe there's a woman in the workforce that deserves to be where she is because of affirmative action. And unfortunately for you, as long as there is affirmative action, even if you did earn it, people are going to look at you and think you didn't earn it. Nobody should get special treatment because of their sex or skin color or anything superficial like that. And I'm sorry, it's it's wrong for anyone to be treated differently. Right now, it's turned out white heterosexual males are being discriminated against on a large scale. That's not the, that's not what King wanted. He wanted us to judge people by the content of their character, not by their skin color, their gender, their sexual orientation. None of that. That's a simple idea. How the hell could we screw it all up? The White House. I'm still surprised he hasn't painted it black. You say it every show. I do not. I definitely do not. But it's true. He acts like it's the Black House. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, got his homeboys coming up there all the time. I know. This is horrible racist, isn't it? I love it. You racist uh, bastard. It's your racist bastard. <laughs> the White House is declaring when Nesday's 
Women Wednesday, Women's Equality Day to mark 95 years since women won the right to vote under the 19th Amendment. They didn't win anything. It wasn't a contest. Oh, we won. You didn't win a prize. I guess you can call it a prize. I, I think they had more. I think they had more effect on on what went on in this company in this country in politics than than they do now. Back when they didn't, all of them didn't have the right to vote. They didn't all because it was left up to the states. Yeah, but the, and this, as we highlighted last again, show. that's that's election law. It's left to the states. So the only way that messes it up is the Nineteenth Amendment. See, that kind of messes things up. And it was a progressive construct. Margaret Sanger was behind it, for goodness well, sake. We talked about that last show. Of course, because she knows women are emotional and she can get them to vote her way. Women were much better off when they whispered in their husband's ear and uh, kind of pushed him in the right direction. And men were better off. Now, as you guys, women do what they want. Men do what they want. It's not really... It's it's another breakdown of the family. It was one of the first because they're not husband and wife when they vote. They're two separate citizens. I bet nobody's ever said that out loud, huh? That's the truth. Sorry, women. I don't know if you think you've come a long way, but I think you've regressed, regressed, and regressed. And I'll, I'll ask Susan, do you hate when I hold the door open for you, Susan? No, as a matter of fact, here in Montana, mo- all men hold the door open for uh, women. They do. Yeah. Even young boys. That's good. It's because there wasn't a lot of crazy women out here screaming at them every time they did it. We don't have a very large population to begin with. Uh, anyway, and uh, out here in Montana, it you don't curse around women either, which is a real problem for a New Yorker like me. And actually, Susan, too. Uh you know, New York, when you get mad, that F-bomb is is something we know how to use eloquently. New, New Yorkers, when, when New Yorkers get truly angled and, and start going, it's a beautiful thing to watch. We know how to really get our point across emotionally. You, When we're done, you'll know exactly where we stand and uh, where you're going to be standing when we're done with you. But, of course, there's a lot of cursing going on. Other other places, they've been rural and they've had, you know, church-going people, and they don't like it. As, and matter of fact, you say something to a woman in their presence, they're likely to hit you. I, I think that's dumb because uh, nowadays you go to jail for that. Amazingly so. You hit somebody insulting your wife, you go to jail. Well, there you go, being physical again. we got to stop being physical. If I hear one more weep, wimp say that, I'm going to vomit. Uh, we are physical beings, if you haven't noticed. And I bet you like sex, which is physical. Uh, so get over yourselves. And with that, we're going to go to breaks and cooperative radio shows. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. Would you like to know the reasons why your taxes are so high? 
Would you like to know what fuels inflation every time you buy? Would you like to know who takes the biggest slice out of your pie? It's the Federal Reserve, and I'm here to tell you why. It's not that complicated to explain in layman terms. When something's really rotten, it is sure to crawl with worms. And that something really rotten happened in this nation's past. It's been feeding on our prosperity until now we're sinking fast. Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. How would you like to print up money on your very own private press and loan it out to all your friends at staggering high interest? That it wouldn't take too long until you own the whole neighborhood. Well, that's what the Fed's been doing since our Congress said they could. Now our Congress shirked their duty back in December 1913. That's when the value of our money changed from gold to inky green. And when they shrugged the Constitution off, they damned this nation's fate. It was a blatant violation of Article One and Section Eight. Well, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. You got the FBI, the FCC, the Federal Trade Commission Agency, and they all have one thing in common: that is, they're federal. But here's one thing: if you haven't guessed, there ain't a thing federal about the Federal Express, and the only thing federal about the Reserve is that it's criminal. Now, if I was to tell you that we're under martial law, and there ain't no sense in waiting for the final axe to fall, and that the money that we're spending's really military script, would you say that I've gone crazy? Or would you think that I've been hit? Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. No, the Federal Reserve isn't federal. It's just criminal at all. Let's just dump it. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored; they are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called the Citizens' Rule Book. To receive a copy, call six zero two two five eight six four zero six. 
It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. I guarantee you, Barack Obama ain't taking my shotguns, so don't buy that malarkey. Don't buy that malarkey. They're going to they're gonna start peddling that to you. I got two. If he tries to fool my Beretta, he's got a problem. The private sector is doing fine. President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. The recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. Radio show an hour two. Uh, it's a new thing. We have to announce what hour we're in. Anyway, back to Women's Equality Day. According to the presidential proclamation released Monday by the White House press office, the holiday celebrates America's effort towards gender equality in the social, political, and economic spheres. From day one, my administration has carried forward the torch of gender equality, working tirelessly to ensure that all of America's daughters have the same rights as their sons. President Caesar Baracus Obama's daughters have the same rights as her sons. I just did that wrong. President Caesar Barack Obama announced in a statement, when women succeed, America succeeds. When anybody achieves, America succeeds, doofus. You know, I love this next one, too. Obama's declaration champions the Affordable Care Act, which is not affordable, for ensuring that vital health services for women and the White House Tax Board to protect students from sexual assault, which doesn't happen as, as they're reporting it, and to combat sexual assaults at university, which also doesn't happen as they're reporting it. And they're not giving vital health services for women because women are use, losing their health care because of the Affordable Care Act. It's like everything that comes out of these people's mouth is the complete opposite of actual reality. You know, it's just driving me. I can't believe that we're still... Still listening to them, allowing them to speak, and not saying what I just said. Everything he just said is completely opposite. Well, pretty much that's what he does, opposite talk. Sometimes he actually tells you what he's going to do, but most of the time it's opposite talk. So Obama's declaration champions the Affordable Care Act. No, you did it. I did not. I'm not going to read it again. I didn't read it once. Could you please... Calm down. Obama's declaration champions the Affordable Care Act for ensuring vital health services for women. They Vital? Oh boy, if you don't have birth control, you're all going to die. And the White House Task Force to protect students. Oh, of course, abortions. 
task force to protect students from sexual assault to combat sexual assault at universities, which didn't happen. All, all the, all the indica- you said it without me reading it, and so now I must read it. But the president says more progress needs to be made on these fronts and others, including the issues of equal play. There's no way this is what's wrong. You can't do that. People work differently. This doesn't say equal pay. If I'm better than you, I'm going to get more raises than you, whether you're a male or a female. And if you don't go to work and do overtime, well, you're not going to make as much money as I am because I'm going to go to work and make over and work overtime. So she should make the same amount as me while she's staying home, right? Oh, oh, you sexist! Oh, no. The whole story is sexist. This is, this is something that was used by prog women on universities as a weapon against boyfriends. And it's been proven overwhelmingly all the charges and claims of sexual abuse were false. And you know what that does, women? I think I brought this up once before. Now we can take anybody serious who claims sexual assault. No one told the young kids this. The older women know this because back in the day they were smart enough not to give men an excuse. Uh, These kids are going into areas like doofusai. They have no idea what they're doing. They're just following their professor's ideas and ideology. It's it's a terrible state of affairs, but the women in this country are, I've suffered the worst for it because most of these young girls are like freaks. Why? When I grew up, a bunch of women wouldn't go use oh sexual assault to me just because I broke up with her. This is nonsense. This is this is this is being encouraged by progressives. Anything to attack the system. Yeah, all by all, all means, feel bad for them. It didn't happen. You still feel bad for them? Well, one of them might have happened. Well, out of the two hundred, one might have happened. But the report didn't say one happened. By the way. They didn't find one that happened in the recent recent time, you know, a couple of years. Anyway, every president has proclaimed August 26th, Women's Equality Day. I, whoever's president, I want you to ask him this question. When you go up there, you're going to get rid of all Women's Equality Day, Black History Month, uh, uh, homosexual nonsense, all of it. All of it gone. It's no place in government. Your your laws have no place in government. But this is ridiculous. I'm not paying people because the federal government says you should have the day off. You can have the day off, and the rest of your day is off too. If you did this to me, I would go. You're going to work, or you're going to lose your job. I'll find somebody else who's willing to work. And if women are this much of a problem, I'm not going to be hiring women. Oh, well, there's law against that. Well, you got to prove it. I'm not going to tell you just because you're a woman I ain't hiring you. I'm not going to hire you because women have no place in my workplace. I'm sorry. The the owner doesn't make concessions to the workers. The workers work for me. I They make me happy, I pay them. They don't make me happy, I don't pay them. I fire them. And if women are just this much trouble, it's a... It's a matter of time before you're going to find more and more women in an unemployment line that don't want to be. 
because the owners are just fed up. No small business can afford to pay people for doing nothing. You must understand this. All small businesses aren't making cash profits hand over fist here. I mean, it, most of the time, especially when they first start, it, they're not even taking a salary. They have to work long hours every day longer than the workers. That's why they don't. They get really pissed when you complain because they're working their butts off and you're actually making more money th- from this than he is. And if that's the case, you don't want that to be the case because then comes, oh, you know what, I don't need this many people. Hey, look, I don't care, black, brown, female, homosexual, if I'm the employer, you're going to dress the way I want you to dress. You're going to act the way I expect you to act. And if you can't handle this, you will be fired. I don't care what the government says. I'd be incorporated. Let the government have the business if they want it so badly. Or Noodle Boy could take it over. And I could just take take my profits and leave. Okay, I don't know where this is from, per se. Let's see. They just dissed the dogs from nationaldogday.com. Notice. Although we have been celebrating National Dog Day on August the 26th for the last 11 years, this year it was brought to our attention that National Dog Day was drawing focus away from women's equality. And thus, out of respect for this extremely important day of recognition and observation for women's rights everywhere, we are happy to permanently change the date of the celebration of August 31st to end the Dog's Day of Summer with a grand celebration. Progs. Um... Here's an idea. We we were here first. Find another day. I'd rather have a National Dog Day than a Black History Month, Homosexual History Month, Women's Appreciate Equal Quality Day, Women's Month. Uh, come on. <sighs> I just can't believe my country's in this state of affairs. National Dog Day serves to help galvanize the public to recognize the number of dogs that need to be rescued each year and acknowledges family dogs and dogs that work selflessly each day to save lives, keep us safe, and bring comfort. Dogs put their lives on the line every day for their law enforcement partner, for their blind companion, for a child who is disabled, for our freedom and safety by detecting bombs and drugs and pulling victims of tragedy from wreckage. And, of course, they would never mention the fact that they're used on farms and ranches to protect livestock yes there are specific livestock guardian dogs and they're and they are not pets you do not pet them and love them and hug them and play with them they work dogs they keep your animals safe and i can't wait to get another dog but i really need some fence first I'm going to have to fence off an area because we're in the middle of the National Forest. They could go as far as they want. It's wide open. So you definitely want to make boundaries, although I could probably train the dogs to the boundary. Sorsha didn't go leave anywhere. It took a long time and a lot of training. 
Anyway, they dissed the dogs. No, they didn't diss the dogs. They just moved the day. Taking focus away from women. Dogs are more important, frankly. So, I guess I'm going on to this China thing. China's not our friend and the dumbass segment. Should be something that's said like on a break. China is not our friend from foxnews.com. Although entities in mainland China recommend the largest foreign owners of U.S. government debt, according to the latest data published by the U.S. Treasury Department, which ran through the end of June. Chinese ownership of U.S. government debt peaked in November 2013. They've got problems with their own debt. As of the end of June, according to the data the Treasury released on August the 17th, entities in mainland China owned approximately one trillion two hundred seventy-one billion two hundred thousand. No. One trillion two hundred seventy-one billion two hundred million in U.S. Treasury securities. Now, do understand. What's going to happen with China and all is that they, they're, going to, they're going to make us just forgive it. Who's going to forgive our debt? However, that was down $45 billion, 500 billion from the approximately $1,360,700,000,000 in U.S. Treasury securities the mainland Chinese owned at the end of November 2013. When Chinese holdings of U.S. government debt peaked, in February of this year, Japan eclipsed China for one month as the top foreign owner of U.S. government debt. In that month, entities in Japan owned approximately $1,224,400,000,000 in U.S. government debt, and entities in China owed $1,200,000,000. I just did that. Uh, no, it's different. China owned one trillion two hundred twenty-three billion seven hundred thousand as of the end of June. Japan owned one trillion one hundred ninety-seven billion one hundred million in U.S. government debt, which was about seventy-four point one billion dollars less than China's one trillion two hundred seventy-one billion two hundred million dollars. The Treasury was published has published a month-by-month listing of its estimates of the largest foreign owners of U.S. government debt going back to March 2000. The Treasury data shows that entities in Japan are the largest foreign owners of U.S. government debt from that month through August 2008. In September 2008, entities in China took over the position as top foreign owners of U.S. government debt. In that month, China owned approximately 608. $618 $618 billion, $200 million in U.S. government debt, and Japan owns $617 billion, $500 million. That's a lot of money, and that was 2008. I don't know why we don't have some newer. Debt, I don't know how to tell you. I don't know how I should have to explain to you. Debt is bad, and this much debt is ridiculous. And anyone who thinks, oh, but all these government things that are helping people, we can't cut those. Well, we have to cut those. We have to cut everything. Mostly everything unconstitutional, which would be the government helping anybody. 
From Fox News, China has built up and reclaimed even more land in the South China Sea than previously thought. With an archipelago of man-made islands now spanning 2,900 acres, according to a new Pentagon report released Friday. The size of China's artificial island territory in the disputed waters represents a 50% jump over the most recent estimate of 2,000 acres. Since Chinese land reclamation efforts began in December 2013, the country has reclaimed land at seven of its eight Spratly Island outposts, and as of June 2015 had reclaimed more than 2,900 acres of land, according to the Asia-Pacific Maritime Security Strategy Report released Friday. Although land reclamation and dredging of the seafloor material for use as land is not new or even unique in the South China Sea, China's recent land reclamation campaign significantly outweighs other efforts in size, pace, and nature. By comparison, Vietnam was reclaimed, has reclaimed a total of 80 acres, and Taiwan has eight acres near the airstrip on its sole outpost on Abba Island. Before this year, defense officials thought Beijing had only reclaimed about 500 acres of landmass to build the artificial islands. However, the lands are now big enough for buildings and equipment. The Pentagon report warned the infrastructure would allow China to have a more robust power projection in the South China Sea. Citing China's own statements, the outposts will have a military component. The report also said China is completing the construction of an airstrip. Okay, I have to go back to the other article because I had no idea that Japan was holding our debt. And I don't think a lot of people out there did. A a lot of countries are holding our debt. Those are the two biggest. Where do you think think $18 trillion in debt can be covered by? not even China and Japan together can touch it. They, they went from over one trillion to about half, about half of five hundred billion, half a trillion. That's a huge difference. So they're only they only account for a little over one trillion dollars of our debt. We are eighteen trillion dollars in debt. So where where's the where's the rest of it? You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Oh. Anyway, uh, the report said China may then be able to use the outpost as an alternative airstrip for carrier-based aircraft, allowing China to conduct sustained operations with aircraft carriers in the area. The runaway, though, is just part. The runway, though, is just part of China's unusual and alarming land reclamation project. And where is the UN? Uh, the U.N. is never around when bad players do bad things. They don't care. It, it well, really... seriously, they're down in Mexico, where they were during the week, uh, trying to get more people on the stupid arms treaty agreement, which John Kerry is, like, totally for. Oh, of and... course he is, because we lose all our rights under that treaty. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're going to sign it. The, the president's going to freaking sign if it. If they sign it based on the law Congress passed, if it passes... It is not legal and is void, and the next president to come in can just wipe it out because the legislation isn't based on any power granted Congress in the Constitution. And if it did, it doesn't grant them the power to give it to another branch of the government. To transfer power, you have to have an amendment. 
But they're doing that, and they're just letting China do this, the UN. It's unbelievable. You're going to go to war with China? Really? They're one of the top ones. They were up with us at the UN. They have veto power. Russia has veto power. We have veto power. I know, but they're building this so they can go to war with us. They're killing that so they can go to war with Japan. They have always been at war with Japan throughout history. But because of our treaty with Japan, they'll be going to war with us. Well, that's correct, except we were, we were talking about backing out of that treaty. In fact, I think we did. Didn't we tell them they need to raise their own navy? Yeah, we did. And we're pulling out. We are going to be pulling out of that. Trust me, everybody knows where that's going. China wants its colonists back. Japan, the people of Japan, were originally colonists from China. And China lost contact with them because they were so far away, like they did on the outer edges towards the, towards the west. No, towards the east. Um, so that's why Taiwan, Thailand, all these Southeast Asia, they, they are, they were China. That's the reason why they all look like they were China, Chinese colonists. So that's why they say they have claim to this. We don't let people say, oh, we owned it once and now somebody else owns it. But since we owned it first, we get to take it back. No, just like the Southwest. No. Not only did we beat Mexico in the war to get the Southwest, we paid for it. Yeah, I know. They don't teach you that in school, do they? Look it up. Don't trust me. Earlier this year, the U.S. military called the project extensive, involving China pumping sand onto live coral reefs and then paving them over with concrete. Yeah, China doesn't give a rat's behind what it does. It's stupid because they need all these things more than we do. They use everything that they just destroyed on that coral reef and more. Why do you think bears go missing and they, they're missing their claws and some of their vital organs? Because the Chinese want it because they use it for medicinal purposes and they pay a lot of money for it. And so poachers go out and get it for them. It's not that hard. We have one person to patrol this whole giant forest we live in. And they spend most of their time about, what, what is Phillipsburg, about 50 miles away? Uh, they spend most of the time in that area. They don't come up in our mountain unless they have a reason. Or maybe it'll be the one time a year they pop up. So actually killing bears and doing this is easy up here. And in many national forests, you should know that. A national forest needs to be reclaimed by the states. So we, the people, can take care of it. Correct. However we see fit. See, Washington can't do anything right, but it certainly has no business running wild forests in other states' lands, especially out in the West. These people are just citified doofusai. They don't have appreciation for anything important. They just want to... Oh, they just want the federal government to protect more land. Not conserve on it, but protect it pristinely. No resources, nothing. This is insane. When this economy comes down, you're going to remember my words. This is not something you should be happy about. This is something you should be very unhappy about. And Take our land back. They were taken unconstitutionally. And I just heard a report in which, you know, even Fox News and The Blaze, sometimes they just, like, gloss over something. 
Well, I just heard when we were watch- listening to talk radio that uh, sales of peanut butter and jelly are going up, and anything that has to do with peanut butter and jelly. And I'm saying to myself, do you? Because poor people are eating peanut butter and jelly. Because we are turning into dirt poor people that can't afford anything but. Right. Not and the way they make it sound like, oh, peanut butter. I'm like, do you even have a brain in your head? Do you know why that's happening? I, I eat peanut butter <laughs> and jelly all the time, but. Well, I know you do, but you know. Connect the dots, people. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's getting harder and harder. Money's not going as far. And God bless you, mothers out there running the household, trying to make a budget. Uh, it's tough. Susan's been really good at it, but it's been getting harder and harder because everything keeps going up. And I we don't eat enough red meat right now, and that's not good. You there's again. I I did it in this show. I can't remember. I didn't save the article, but. There's a certain something, enzyme or something. And red meat. Yeah, you said it last show. Expressly <laughs> red meat that your your brain needs to function. So I hate to break it to you vegetarians out there. I don't know how you're going to get this special thing. Maybe that's why you all look so sickly and make stupid decisions. Hurry up. Go eat a steak and see if you feel better. <laughs> you might understand this show if you ate some, ate some steak. <laughs> Nice and bloody. Don't 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 hammer it. You need it nice and bloody or you'll kill all the stuff in there. And you know, we're getting hacked by China. No one's doing anything. No one's even saying anything. Do you know anything. how many vegetarians just throw up in their mouth? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, China is not our friend, ladies and gentlemen, by by any means. No, and I've been saying that for about ten years now. And they have no respect for for nature. Coral reefs take a long time because you want to you kill it off. That's just showing you they don't they don't care about anything but what they want. Yeah, well, Japan's not that great about things like that either. Well, the, since they're both of the same race, maybe it's genetic. <laughs> yeah, Japan's pretty and, and, horrible. And I lost all my Japanese listeners now because they're pissed because they didn't know that they were colonists of China, but they are. It's history. Uh. We do we do have a bunch of listeners in Hong Kong. I don't know why they want to listen, but they do. Well, you know, Stossel was saying Hong Kong is freer than we are. It is. It's it, it's in a matter of an hour you can start a business, make start selling stuff, make money. Uh, they they have understood at least that the thing to do with this is just give people the permits and let them go do what they want. It's shouldn't even be needed that you have a permit but it's china after all and they're still freer than we are sorry uh in some ways not but in many ways yes they are especially in hong kong china's trying to take hong kong back under control but the people of hong kong are not going to put up with it they're not going to go quietly that's for sure not as quietly as we're going and of course obama won't let them come here because they might actually vote for things that work and make a country prosperous like hong kong anyway the defense department you mean the department of war warns the outposts can be used for surveillance systems harbors and logistical support a report earlier this year described how china has excavated deep channels and built new berthing areas to allow access for larger ships to the outpost what the heck 
Oh, birthing, you mean as in a heart? Well, I don't understand what that term means. Where? Birthing areas. You got to take the. You can't just take two words. Well, scroll back up. Well, I wasn't reading all the way up there. What, what are you talking about, Susan? It's just she's reading all this, and uh, I'm supposed to what? Sit here quietly? It's the radio. No, 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 no. I you went down too far. Anyway, I did not. Defense Department. It's right after that one with the concrete that I already did all this. I just and saw birth, the word. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear it. But birthing there it is, new birthing areas to allow access. What does that mean? Places for ships to dock. It's birthing with an E. U.S. If I know, I I spent a lot of time on boats and in, I was in the Navy. Well, I wasn't. I was in naval school. It's actually harder than being in the Navy, believe it or not. But it was it was very educational. I enjoyed. It. I learned uh, all about how to sail a boat. Uh, they made me take all these tests, semen tests. I'd learn knots and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I, I I found that useful, even though I'll probably never sail again. I found it useful and a great experience because instead of... I had to get away from everybody because I got elevated to platoon sergeant too fast. I know, sergeant. It was petty officer, of course. Uh, but... Pretty much everybody hated me. <laughs> and so I used to just want to get away from everybody. So I'd go out and sail the boat out. And I'd stay out there for hours until they make me come back. they come out in a speedboat. You need to be, you take this in now. I'm like, why? Because it's time. <laughs> uh, okay. They used to always come out and talk to me, especially when they were upset with me because I'd ride my keel so far out of the water. It scared the living crap out of them. But, man, I could go fast. <laughs> I put that boat up on the side, and it just took off, man. They got they got upset because they are afraid I was going to fall over. I'm like, why? You taught us how, what happens when you dump the boat, how to get it back right again. I could do that. But I, I, never, I never dumped the boat. I never did. I don't know why. I was a complete maniac. Other people did without even doing hard stuff. But we'll talk about China a little more after the break. So, Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh my, you might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. 
Welcome back to your Cooperative Radio Show. Are you enjoying having this computer back, even though it's like hobbled together? Yes, especially because I got this big screen to read off of. <laughs> you know, our computer screen, um, our TV screen is LG. And I don't understand how, you know, sorry, you people out there, need these you know, ginormous screens to watch TV. It's a 20-inch widescreen. I mean... It's Our kids screen had this wide, huge, you know. huge, huge TV screen, and it had horrible resolution. Well, that's only because they didn't know what they were doing. It wasn't the TV's fault. When they finally got, someone finally fixed it because when I looked at it, it was fine. Um, but it, there's just no need for it unless you want to put it a mile away. A TV should be, out, be about six feet from you. That's where its optimal focus used to be. I don't know about these new flat screen LCD stuff. Uh, but it used to be designed for you being six feet away from the the actual screen. So if you want to be 15 feet away, you might need a bigger screen. But uh, this isn't that. It's really easy to keep something this small close, you know, close. And uh, it's a 20 inch widescreen LCD. They're almost giving them away now. I think they're like a hundred, two hundred dollars. No, they're not. These little oh, these ones. little ones. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the big ones. No, no the big ones are still care six, about the big ones. six and seven hundred dollars. If you get big ones, don't get LCD. Get get the plasma. If you're going to go that far, or oh, whatever's newer the plasma, if there is, uh, because I can tell you there are problems with the LC, LCDs, but that gets exacerbated at that level. Speaking of technology, before we go back to China, that um, smartphone that our neighbor has that you are admiring. His wife bought it for him. What smartphone? The, oh, oh. Jesse, yeah. The his nice one. cell phone. Yes, his cell phone. Um, she got that on Black Friday for $26 at Walmart. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, she did. She brags about it all the time because I brought it back up to her the last time he was over here because she was saying, you know, look, it's got a video. It's, it's a nice, nice phone. She was like, yeah, I paid $26 for it. Yeah, sure. Didn't tell us how to do it. We would have already <laughs> bought one. That was only, you had to be there for Black Friday. Oh, I'd have been on the line for on Black Friday. <laughs> and just ordered it right there. I should go to, I'm going to go to Walmart right now and do a search. No. <laughs> He's excited. He's got, got a semi-computer back. If I could just get it connected to the internet now, it's just, for some reason, is a problem with this particular operating system. I just need to go online and add. Linux. There's always somebody that knows. U.S. officials, back to China. U.S. officials fear the islands could be used for military purposes and may pose a threat to one of the world's biggest commercial shipping routes as China claims land and what other countries see as international waters, according to the Wall Street Journal. Really? You had to, you, 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 it may pose a threat? Is that what these idiots are saying? Right. Well, Duh. It's true. It may pose a threat. That's true. It, it may. is going to pose a threat. But it's only May until they do it. you got to be kidding me. It, We're not proactive anymore? No, you still have to say May. What do you want us to do? Bomb China? Are you insane? There's nothing you can do about this. And it's the point I'm trying to make. You can, you can no more legislate a country than you can legislate human behavior. 
They're going to do what's in their best interest. And if they think they can get away with it, and after all, Obama's president, uh, he they're going to do it. And they know they can get it. Heck, he embarrassed himself over in China. Bent over and kicked their, kissed their backside, and they tossed him aside like junk. Literally, he sat at the kids' table. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. And he wore a stupid Nehru jacket. China is like, oh, you don't dressing like me doesn't. Why would you dress like China? Hitler, he does the same thing. Defense officials also believe China's assertiveness poses a risk of possible confrontation down the line with the U.S. Should already be a confrontation. Friday's report comes about a month before Chinese President Xi Jinping is scheduled to make a visit to Washington, where the South China Sea will be among the issues at hand. It's ominous. And it's Kerry. You know, the idiot that lost his presidential run. Yeah, he's, he's, just, he's in charge of the State Department now. And he thinks, oh, it's, oh everything's wonderful. Everything Obama does is the greatest thing in the world. Uh, cabinet members aren't supposed to be but kissers they're supposed to actually be somebody that is has a skill set involved in what's going on and can get the job done it this he wants to bring politics into everything this is don't there's not supposed to be politics and you shouldn't put a politician in the cabinet it's not a political position you need to well before we go on you just need to explain that really quick most other presidents like this guy is appointing everyone that he could possibly find that's a politician. Uh, anybody who's a prog. That's it, just it, it, the whole place is run by. And I was going to try left wing, liberal, progressive, social, commie, fascist, status. I'm going to have to look deeper and maybe go to Cam and Company's site. They had a a journalist that is with big government, but I didn't get the website correct. And he did an entire article on what Google is doing to get this the um, fairness doctrine passed through. Yeah. And how Google executives are now in Obama's cabinet. Right. No, they're not in the cabinet. They're czars. There's a difference. The cabinet is is, is it's set. It's the State Department, Department of War. Oh, I'm sorry, the Department of Defense. Um, we need to call it the Department of War again. Health, now Health and Human Services, uh, all these other, you know, Department of Homeland Security. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, Department of Homeland Security is a cabinet-level job, not a czar job. Uh, CIA, same thing. And national intelligence, same thing. In, in the whole... But all these bureaucracies, no. They're not cabinets, they're bureaucracies, and they're unconstitutional. But what did you need me to explain? How they shouldn't be politicians in the cabinet. Because politicians have an ideology. They're, they're not, everything is looked at through a p political prism, and that's how they make their decisions. You don't put them in a position of cabinet where you have to have serious people that know what they're doing, and they don't have an ideological bent that's going to cause them to make bad decisions. But, you know, these people that run Obama, they don't care how much waste is in the government, how bad decisions they make. Just as long as it keeps growing in power. 
The U.S. has repeatedly questioned whether Beijing had ceased the land reclamation projects as it claimed earlier this month. Chinese Embassy spokesman Zhu Haikuan, Haikuan, sorry, told the Wall Street Journal on Thursday the project stopped in June and the facilities being built on the islands include those for public good. Sure they are. They can do whatever they want for public good in a communist country. We're not supposed to, but you notice we behave just like China. China stands ready to open these facilities to other countries upon completion. Sure they do. Oh, yeah. Isn't this hour two? Huh? You said it already. I didn't say hour two. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You did. Sure. This is hour, yeah. Two. (laughs) You did say it. I didn't. I said hour one. No, 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 you did, because I put my fingers on the Oh, yeah, 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 I did. (laughs) We hope the U.S. side will view this as an objective and balanced way and respect regional countries' efforts to maintain the peace and stability of the South China Sea. China has also increased patrols on the disputed areas to increase its effective control over the islands, according to the report. The latest moves from China have some U.S. military officials pushing the Pentagon to move, be more aggressive in countering China in the region. They can't. He's cutting our fleets down. We, he, he, stopped the, he stopped the building of aircraft carriers, fighter planes, all kinds of stuff. He's gutting the Navy. I, the, con, the Navy's the only constitutional branch of government. And he's going after them because you you can save lots of money not building expensive ships, but only only the navy can project power. Yeah, but you know what we're doing? We need to have we need to have at least we used to have seven fleets, seven, and that was the minimum we should have. Now we have less. Well, what he's doing? I, think we have le- I don't even think we have five anymore. What he's doing is he's cutting the military, and then as soon as the military gets out. He labels them with PST, puts them on PTS, puts them on all these kinds of drugs, takes their guns away so that he can have a more pliable populace. Yes, and and they're not. It's not a disorder. That's why we don't use the D. Everybody will experience PTS if they have any kind of life where uh, bad things happen occasionally. It's just a natural reaction. And it's something that has to be worked through. And no, you you got to understand, you're never going to be the same person you were before. But why would you want to be the same? You're supposed to find a way to incorporate this into your personality to make you stronger. And okay. it's take, unfortunately, some sometimes you can't. Well, and the one thing I do have heard about and do like is a lot of uh, private sector people are, are have, making up organizations to counsel family members and friends more so than the military coming back before they come back so that they know the the family members and the friends they need to know how to deal how to deal with pts yeah and how to deal with that their family member is not going to be the same when they get back what did they do before government got got involved the churches did it churches did what they didn't know about pts they didn't know anything about it they're not psychiatrists no no what they did is that they would help out the families and help if they needed any kind of coping stuff you had your neighbor help you communities churches that's who did it well that's who's supposed to do it family friends etc um you need support you need people that every once in a while point out that when you overreact to something 
which is what PTS causes. You're just very sensitive, and if and if they hit, if anyone hits that nerve, you go off. Well, and I just finished what, uh, writing an article for my nursing magazine called uh, "Combating the Stigma of Chronic Illness." And I had a whole two paragraphs about this because a lot of times what you have to do with a chronic Ill, chronically ill person, just like someone with PST, is to take the pressure off of them from the outside world. Like if they can't go to an event or they're sick that day or having a bad day, you intervene on their behalf to take that pressure off of them from uh, them having to explain yeah, all the, the time. No, you shouldn't have to explain, but you should go. Um, the point is to get over PTS, you have to... You have to push through it. Well, with a person with chronic illness, they don't have that option a lot of times because they're down. They have to push through it. That's the point. I said push through it. I didn't say it was easy. I didn't say dance through it. I said push. In other words, you don't want to do it. You do it anyway. Because you would have before. You just don't want to be around people now. But that's the thing you need to do to get over it. And ho hopefully you can find places where people aren't idiots i had another word in mind because that j that'll just set you off <laughs> uh good the good thing is the people you kind of go off on deserve it but it would be considered an overreaction by others it's it and it's every it's it's individual it's there's no disorder so there's no way to cure it it's it's just people deal differently with stress than other people and i don't know talking to people doesn't seem to help out people have been group after group after group and they still have problems uh, it's something that the individual has to deal with themselves family has to deal with it and not not reacting to it in other words just because the pts guy a girl goes off you don't have PTS. You should probably understand what's going on and just kind of tone it down. Just let it go. Um, and that's just, you have to be willing to do that. There's going to be it's going to be clashes emotionally, and it, because uh, it's just the way it is, and it's natural. Every, you, sometimes, it, but it's not if it's not a really bad thing over a long period of time. You can get over the individual traumas one at a time. But if it's something that happens to you every day, you're kind of stuck with it. Like when I was a paramedic. Oh, I don't really, I have PTS, so I'm not, I'm not going to go out in the ambulance today. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I went out in the ambulance. Uh, not because I really wanted to, because it was my job. And if I've got to take myself seriously, just because I'm I'm feeling down doesn't mean I'm, I can't do my job. And that, and that's that's actually an important thing to have something that you could do that you can see progress. It, it kind of helps. I can't explain that. And working with your hands helps. Uh, with me working with computers, I I just eat this stuff up. Uh, I used to program them, in and I can't do that now. I could if I wanted to learn again. I could, but I don't know if there's any real money in it. And it takes it takes a while to learn, you know. But as far as doing stuff with computers that isn't directly programming, I can do. 
And I often do, because our computers are old pieces of crap. So I have to keep them alive. It, so I resuscitate them. I just resuscitated this one. That's why it's not so good. Still can't connect to the internet, but the word processor works. All right. Um, where were we left off? They, they be in China. They've wanted more assertive maritime. Uh, no, they, they are the U.S. military officials that were pushing the Pentagon to be more aggressive. They've wanted more assertive maritime and air patrols to fly within the 12 nautical mile territorial limit of some of the disputed lands. China claims, according to the Wall Street Journal. On Thursday, Secretary of Defense War, Ash Carter, ugh, said the military would go where and when it wanted. With a name like Ash, it's, and he's a prog, that's enough, right? But it remained unclear whether they've flown within the 12 nautical mile zone of the islands. Again, do you want to start a war? Uh, China is building, has built up its navy with our technology quite nicely. Sure, if we took all the fleets we have left, I think might have three. <laughs> uh, you, you know, it's we have the seven seas. That's what the oceans are called, the seven seas. And we used to have seven fleets so that we were in the seven seas where we could project power. Now we've got to run carriers back and forth through the Panama Canal because we don't have enough fleets. I, I said, not the, not the Navy. I would build up the Navy. The Navy would have, we'd have seven fleets and we'd have ships being made as we speak to replace ships as needed. It will not be, oh, well, we have to wait till we see. Nah, this is going to, we're going to do this now. Because that's, Congress takes forever to do anything. <laughs> so, uh, you got to do everything now. But that's just government for you. Military, government, it's just sickling, really. Okay, where was I? Oh my goodness, it's the dumbass segment! You really like this segment. <laughs> <laughs> dumbass! Colorado County, from the Associated Press. Now just be aware, you're not going to get through this whole story. Because you're looking at your time. I have no idea. We started so late. I don't know what time it is. I'm looking at the counter. So why don't we just do that now? Oh, it's just a break. That's a, that's something different. But we got to go. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we will be right back. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, 
I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got the shaft. Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new, new jobs plan, I realize there are steps we can take right now to improve people's lives. But I, I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had any other plan except the Shut. damn right. He's the cat who won't slow down when the country's going south. From the Can you dig it? You see, this cat Barry is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman. Michelle. Barack! Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal! Shaft, now playing in an economy near you. You're damn right. She'll be alright for a while. For a while, she can smile. Until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. You know I taught her well You couldn't tell That she fakes crying Over Obama 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 I left that girl And now, a message to freshman Tea Party back senators from Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham. Hello, this is Trent Lott. Uh, Lindsey and I just want you to know that we appreciate all that the Tea Party people did to bring you here to Washington. Yes, I love tea, and I dearly love parties. But now's the time we should all come together and sit down with the other side and listen to their ideas on how to move the country forward, while we as Republicans take a step back and walk a mile in their shoes. Yeah, we love being Republicans, and we love conservative values, uh, probably as much as we'd love being liberal Democrats if the need ever arose. 
What Trent means is Republicans are always at our best when we ignore all the rhetoric and noise from back home and just do the right thing. The right thing? You know what I mean. Join Trent Lott and Lindsey Graham in bringing bipartisanship back to Washington. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, and I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met, and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these this so-called new liberal group. Uh, Jesus, they never, they never listen to your point of view, and they make a decision as to what you think, and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that uh, uh, image out for the average person. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. All right. Back to dumbass Colorado County. Why does it say Colorado County? Because it's, it's Pueblo a, County. Well, but it's a that's what the title said. Actually, the title said what this was at a Colorado County. A. You forgot the A. Well, I was using the... Uh, nope. No. You can't use... You can't use ass as A. Come on, it's English. It's the English language, so it's not a foreign language. A Colorado County. It's not called. I was confused. I, I I lived in Colorado for it's in Colorado County. It's actually Pueblo County, which we'll find out later. Uh, talk about higher learning. Colorado County may create the world's first public college scholarship program funded with marijuana money. Well, you got to do something with it because you can't put it in the bank. I'm sorry. First of all, you don't need a college education. And second of all, they're just sponging off of this new industry. Instead of using the tax money to maybe, hey, what, get out of debt? Because uh, you know uh, all the counties are in debt. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. No, they just find a new way to spend money. Now, understand the state already taxes the crap out of marijuana growers. The Pueblo County is considering a 5% excise tax on marijuana growers with half the proceeds designated to a scholarship fund and that boosters say would be the first of its kind. It would be the first time that government ever took tax money for education and actually spent it on education. The lottery is a big joke. You, you play, that doesn't go for education. Look at, look at, the, look at the budgets. It, what a mess. Anyway, Another excise tax on top of all the other taxes, and then they're not allowed to use any deductions either. And they're not allowed to put their money in a bank. County commissioners Sal Pace, the sponsors of the tax measure, say it could produce a couple million dollars a year. The full commission will vote on his approval next week, and if approved, voters would have to approve the excise tax in November before it would take effect. 
you y'all need to stop looking at somebody, some other group that you're gonna carve out to tax the crap out of to pay for the crap that you want. Exactly. Frankly, you should pay for the crap that you want by your taxes going up. Or you want it? Donations. You want it? No, no, they want it. They're pushing it. This is this is government. This is another reason to get your county commissioners back in line to even come up with this dumbass thought. They are not doing anything. It's Colorado. To... You understand? There's a lot of Californians. I understand, but this is a cancer across our country, Brian. Wait, what is? Government? Spend, yes. spend, spend, government. spend. No, government. Government. Grow, 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 grow. Finding more ways to get more money to spend. It's called the purse strings. Close them. Huh? Close. The strings around the purse. Close it. Close it down. See, I have a purse that has, actually has strings. That's how you close it. You pull the strings. And then you can't get in to grab more money to Th spend. Those kind of purses were around during medieval times. Not anymore. You just happen to have one because you're weird. I have a couple of them. Right. And they were <laughs> they were really things that alcohol came in. I forget what, which... What was it cognac or something? Crown Royale. Crown Royale. Yeah. It comes with a little blue, blue bag. Purple. Thing. Purple, purple, purple. Again, stop spending money. That's all we do in this country. Do understand that every dollar that government spends is ours. It's yours. Every dollar it spends, it's yours. Think of it that way. You'll have a different attitude towards uh, the government should give us this and the government should give us that. The government can't give you anything. It has to take from somebody else first. County Commissioner Sal Pace, the sponsor of the tax measure, says it could produce a couple million dollars a year. The full commission will vote on his approval next week, and if approved, voters would have to take approve the excise tax in November. What the concept is, is to create the world's first college scholarships funded by marijuana growers, Pace said. 50% of the proposed excise tax would be divided among Pueblo County High School graduates who stay in the county for college. They're already paying for your colleges through federal and state taxation. So they're already funding education. What do you talk? You just want an excise tax specifically to come from marijuana. To, to, it'll never, but you'll never use it that way. No government ever does. It all goes into till, and they all spend it, divide it up, and spend it the way they want. There's nothing left at the end. There is no lockbox that doesn't have anything but IOUs in it. And again, <laughs> it is it is extremely expensive to grow this. And stock. you know what? Stop hating on everybody. Marijuana people, small businesses, smokers, alcohol. You tax the crap out of us. Enough. Wait, we, we take this government back. It's like, it ain't going to be any of these taxes, I'll tell you that right now. Well, again, they don't know. It's very expensive to grow this stuff to begin with, okay? And now if they're going to put another tax on it that they're already taxed on, who do you think is going to pay that? The people who live in that county who are buying the marijuana. It's like a gerbil wheel. It's the way It's the way it is, man. It's just like, look at cigarette smokers. The ones left are like... What are those things, like $10 a pack? I told you when I was in Flying J, which is our um, hub for uh, truckers, it's a truck stop, and a gentleman was in front of me. He bought two packs of cigarettes. They were $7.49 each. Close. A pack. I was close, $10. I trust me, they'll get to $10. Because nobody likes cigarette smokers. Nobody likes marijuana smokers. 
Nobody likes alcohol drinkers. It's all sin, and so they should be taxed. We're not supposed to tax people based on sin. You're not God. Sounds a little like Sharia law, doesn't it? Sorry, but the God of Abraham, don't don't go for that Lucifer stuff. Anyway, I'm a little ticked off because this is supposed to help people get better, and instead they just drive up the cost of the product, so... They're paying as much as they would be on the streets with illegal stuff. And why did they use the medical stuff? No, it's not because it's more powerful than the other stuff. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, Savage, you're an idiot. I heard you talk about picking up other people's lines. I've You picked up that line quite well. <sighs> you know, when people on my own side are screwing up, it, getting in the way, it's, it, it's upsetting. Um, it is not... Ten times stronger than you heard before. Nobody dies from smoking marijuana. Medical marijuana is, in fact, lower in THC, which is the stuff that gets you stoned high. It's got less than the stuff we grew up with back in the day on the street. The stuff on the street isn't even better. Well, better than the Mexican brown or homegrown, but not the good stuff. You know, and this really did bother Yes, me. I used to do it when I was a kid. I used to sell it when I was a kid. I was, I was evil. <laughs> and this really bothered me, too, from another um, aspect. How many pe- families have we reported? And, and our neighbor and my friend, she's from her family's all in uh, Colorado, that specifically moved there because of these laws. Because they made it legal. That's right. Especially expensive. families with children that have epilepsy. So now they're just going to increase that family's... Cancer, epilepsy extremely important to them and it's going to be extremely important to the ones that have chronic real chronic symptoms that are somehow i know our government did it to us but there's a whole bunch of people really sick with strange stuff called you know rheumatoid diseases autoimmune or autoimmune i don't i don't think mine's auto yes yours is an auto is it yep um okay but you why do you want them to have to spend so much money just to get relief? It, it's idiotic. They they said, here you go. It's like a carrot. It's, for, it's legal. Oh, but wait, we're going to tax it so much you can't afford it. That's why they're dumbasses. Uh-huh. 50% of the excise. T- well, what happened to the other 50%? They said it was going to fund the colleges. What's the other 50% going to? See what I'm talking about? And none of it's going to go the way they it, it just doesn't, government doesn't work this way. It, this notion that they're going to take these taxes and keep it and only use it for education is, is ludicrous. As a matter of fact, they'll probably use it to, edu- to miseducate, to brainwash, to use Common Core and ruin your children's minds. See, and I didn't know this on this <clears throat> next uh, paragraph. I didn't know that that was part of their, their law because I'm not going to other people's specific laws. But that they voted this is ridiculous because the people did it to themselves. Okay. Pace called his proposed pot scholarship a natural next step for marijuana legalization. The nationwide pot legalization measure specifically mentioned schools as beneficiary of pot taxes. Uh, yeah. Why a, would you put that in a law? In a roundabout way, they're paying taxes and they're paying taxes on property for schools of course it's money's going there's no reason to suck money out of any business like this it's it's wrong you, you don't do this this is not a free market again this is wrong but they actually 
they put this in their measure so that it could get passed. I, I don't really care. I'm telling you, it's wrong. <clears throat> Period. What good does it do to legalize something you can't buy? Hey, it's legal, but you don't have enough money. I mean, think about it. What's that stuff called? Like $300 an ounce? The average person uses at least an ounce a month. That's a lot of money. Maybe not to you, but that's a lot of money to me. That's a lot of money to a family that have <sighs> children with epilepsy. It's Yeah, or children with cancer or rheumatoid problems or whatever it is that helps that gives some relief and functionality to people. Um, and people just they just have this thing in their head about it. It's evil. Drugs are evil. Oh, it's going to ruin our society. Eh. Those are good. So let everybody suffer for your notion of free society. Oh, wait. You're not really into a free society, are you? Most of my listeners are, but I'm talking to some of you right now, aren't I? And I'm talking about conservatives, not liberals. Pace called. Well, what I'm doing? I did that. These are the type of promises folks expected when they approved marijuana. Pace said, "Why? Why not just tax it like every other dang business, and all that money in taxes would flow in naturally by without all this extra stuff? Just singling them out is is wrong. It's just it's it, look they, like I said like they just raised the price." They better make a profit. They're not. They're not doing it altruistically. Although they, ha some of them have altruistic notions about it. They're still business owners. It's not a, unless some of them open up as a non-for-profit. Just give the stuff away. You're not allowed to because it's federal. You have to be federally registered non-for-profit. You don't have to be federally if if you don't want to be a profit in the state and you're not trying to get anything in grants. The notion is. It's a non-profit. Therefore, all the money that I make is going to go to X, Y, or Z. There you go. You know, after salaries and all that stuff. That's uh, a good idea, Brian. It is, of that really it is. is a good idea. And it, you know, if just if you just left them alone, it, the money will come in naturally. And if that's not enough money for all the crap you're doing, then you need to stop doing all that crap. Thank you. Enough is enough. Oh, no. We can't cut anything. Everything we've done is to push us towards utopia. We have to. We can't go backwards even one step, even if it makes sense. They're just, they're just focused ideological on what they want. What they want is this growth of government. More power, more central power, more until we're, we're, this whole country is going to collapse. No, no municipality in this country is allowed to borrow money. Did you know that? You say it all the time. It's in the Constitution. States may not emit bills of credit. That is what bonds are. So how do they borrow money? The whole purpose of that was specifically what they told the states. We're going to take all the debt from pre-revolution, and we're going to pay it off as a nation. But because of that, you can never go into debt again. And yet here we are. It's in, it, it's actually just simple. The words of the Constitution are simple if you can understand the word "emit," and if you don't, there's a dictionary in line. It, they can't 
give out they can't make available bills of credit bonds and such and call it whatever you want you can't borrow money but they did and their debt is on top of our debt this country is in serious trouble 18 trillion plus all the states and local municipalities they're in it, it's ridiculous don't even talk about the unfunded liabilities we're we already have more debt than there's money in the world so there you have it so uh pace guessed the excise tax budget could produce a couple million dollars a year it's too soon to say how much each student would receive though pace guessed it might be about five hundred dollars wow the that's about what an ounce is going to cost exactly maybe that kid has to take that five hundred dollars and go buy his medicine Exactly. How is this? I, I can't stand people. You, they, they do something good in the right direction of freedom and liberty, and then immediately they want to destroy it. Because they're afraid of it. And or just tax it to death. They're afraid of it. They're afraid of what? Liberty. Oh, yeah. Everybody's afraid of liberty. Because where's my safety net? It seems. Where's my, where's my safety, you, safety net? net? Where's my safety it's net? It's called insurance. Buy it. If you want a safety net, you buy insurance. If you want to be able to be comfortable in your golden years, you put money away. You invest. You buy gold, silver. So when you retire, you have money. If you have that option. If you're suddenly out of a job due to disability, it's rather sudden and usually it sucks up all your reserves pretty quick. At least that was my experience. <laughs> This just gets worse and worse and worse as this article goes on. I cannot believe that people, that people you really need to do without. Look, the government's so expensive because, I mean, the colleges are so expensive because government involvement in the colleges. If they didn't do all the unconstitutional things they do for students, aid, student loans, etc., all of it's unconstitutional. If they pulled that money out of the colleges, they'd be forced to have lower prices. They'd be driven down because no one can afford it without the government subsidizing it. So, so they're going to have to make college affordable if they want more students, if they're not just going to be a college of rich people. The rich people don't go to public colleges. They go to good private colleges. They're not stupid. Like Obama and Michelle? Like I Mama. said. The public schools, all the education system is child abuse. It is now child abuse. It's not about education. It's about abusing your child. And every day you drop off, I want you to remember I said this. And if you quit, leave the show because of this, one day you'll think about what I said, and then you'll come back to the show. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of addictive that way. <laughs> Why? Because I tell the truth completely unabashed i tell the truth and i know what i'm talking about those two things are rare i understand i can i can only listen to i really two two or three radio hosts uh on talk radio it, i just i can go with savage and uh mark levin of course and dana, and dana lash and those are the three I, that I like to listen to. And Alex Jones, as a, a as a aside, not as much as them, but only because his radio station, he uses other hosts in it. It always says Alex Jones, but other hosts come on. And I don't really like the other hosts, <laughs> for the most part. Uh, well, at least I don't like one of them. It's boring. 
Oh no! You should listen to Alex Jones. He's not crazy at all. He—I'll tell you right now. My show is more radical than Alex Jones. Don't believe me? Listen to him. I know, I know, I know. I should—I should get on with Savage and get on his radio show and tell my plan to all his millions of listeners, and then they'd come and listen to my radio show, and I'd be rich beyond all belief. <laughs> and no, it doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> pretty much what I do here is charity. There's no real, I'm not making any real money. That's for sure. Uh, but I do appreciate all of you that have went and uh, checked out our advertisers because that at least gives us money to keep the, I can't even say that because the equipment is diminishing as we speak. I can't keep up with all the things that need repairs. My life has a lot of things in it. We got two trucks, we got three snowmobiles, and uh, old snowmobiles, so you have to fix them and work on them all the time. Get stuck in them. No, it's terrible. You think snowmobiling's fun? Try and do it. <laughs> Try and do it regularly because you have to. And you, you just won't think that way anymore. It's like, what a pain. In... I mean, I don't mind doing it, but it, it's not fun. Everyone's like, who's doing fun? No. No, I have no time to waste to have fun on snowmobiles or to learn how to get better at riding because I won't go out and spend the gas to practice. I just go when I have to go. But we're still alive. The fund would be limited for at least the first year to county residents that go on to college in the county, either at Pueblo Community College, which Obama has plans to make all community colleges free. And if you didn't think the people in the Republican Party could get any worse besides Bush wanting to give amnesty and love to all these aliens. He also wants to raise taxes. And he wants two-year colleges to be free. That's it. it He's a progressive. His father's a progressive. His brother's a progressive. Do you understand now? Come on. His father was the first politician ever to say New World Order. Publicly. I know. You say it all the time. I wish I had got a copy of that. Just hearing him say it, it, it's, it makes you sick. Just finish this. All right. So they're going to do this. Currently, there's 400 students and blah, blah, blah. The other half. This is what you wanted to know. Of the proposed excise tax. An excise tax is a tax on a good across the board. In other words, everybody has to pay it. That's an excise tax. Um, gas tax is an excise tax. Liquor tax is excise. Cigarette tax. Marijuana tax. Excise tax. Would be assigned to a long list of county capital improvements, such as spiffing up the streets. Because you're entitled, you are, after all, feel entitled to spiffy streets. <laughs> I just like there to be something functional I can drive on. That's it. And and in my case, I have big tires and big trucks, so it's not a problem. People that want to come out and live, I, we should never pay for the roads. Californians would have never stayed here, and we might end up not. We might end up not being able so, to so afford to do it in the future so because we don't take the government money. We won't have the money for pavement. You know what that means? That means hanging up plants. I know what it means. The river basin. Do you remember base what they did? The beautification project? Yes. Uh, um, no, Boulder. Sorry, Boulder. Putting trees. Oh, no. It was the median trees and stuff and all nice 
pavement. And which has sidewalks has, redone. Which has to be up kept on a on a town that has I don't know two hundred people max uh, living in it. That was that was your state dollars going to my to my place in Montana and building something we didn't need. I never found the road in and out of Boulder to be a problem. I never found any parking problems because there's not a lot of people. Yet they had to fix it. I'm like, but there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, yeah, but it'll be so much beautiful, so better and beautiful. It'll be nice. I'm like, well, I come in, I'm going to come in here whether it's nice or not. It's, it doesn't matter to me. If I got business to do, I'm coming in here. If it's mud, I'm coming in here. I don't care. I, it's Yeah, that stuff looks nice, but you you got to have extra money. You're spending the people's tax dollars on nothing, on beautification. Uh, it's like hanging up new drapes in your house. You don't, if you have no money and you're cutting, you're cutting your food budget, you don't buy brand new curtains, do you? No. You might want to fix some things that are, are a necessity. Or put your money away for a rainy day because it always rains sooner or later. The curtains I have are about 20 years old. <laughs> right. So you don't go out and buy you yeah. No. Would you go out and buy brand new curtains because no. you want to look nicer? No. no, we have so many things around here that are functional and look horrible, but they're functional. I, I don't care what it looks like, frankly. Uh, if I ever have extra money, I, I might get artistic on it. I don't know. I might ask my friend Jesse to come over, and he's he's an artist, and we might go to town on the whole place. Who knows? But I'm never. <laughs> it's not likely I'm ever going to be rich, so that's not likely to happen. Yeah, you done with this? You keep flipping. You, you keep giving me an attitude, and I and I don't like it. No, no. I want you to do the last thing he says. Then here's an idea: when you're copying and pasting, don't copy and paste that. I wasn't sure. Everything you put in, I'm supposed to read. What's the matter? We get we're running out of time. No. Huh. Pace didn't worry that the excise tax, which would boost overall taxes on marijuana wholesalers to twenty percent. Would chill the county's boom. That's flat tax, twenty percent. Would chill the county's booming pot growing trade. Many growers in recent months have shifted production away from Denver area warehouses, where real estate is pricier and indoor growing requires a hefty electricity bills. It won't be a tax that drives away producers. Pace said, "Land is cheaper here. Water is available. The sunshine is free, and there's an available workforce." You just said that after what we just read. Didn't he know that? Didn't the person talking to him say that to him? Because he said the opposite. They're leaving because the land's too expensive. No, they're leaving Denver to go to Pueblo. To go to Pueblo, they're leaving Denver. Yeah. Oh, yes, but this. Oh, he's only talking about Pueblo. Pueblo, yeah. Okay, I thought he was talking about Colorado. No, Denver. no, no. They're leaving Denver. Well, frankly, I consider leaving Colorado, but that's where it's legal. So. But he, again, he's like, oh, the tax won't be it. What drives him away? Yeah. yeah, really? No, but it will make a lot of people that are sick that need it, and they won't be able to get it. The people that are just going to use it for recreation, great. But the problem with that is, I don't know, did they start bringing in strains that are, that are more in line with the illegal stuff? Because if they're selling medical marijuana, like I told you before, it's weak. It's not designed to get you stoned. That's no good. If you're stoned, hungry, and, and paranoid all the time, what good are you? The, the, the idea is to make you more functional. The THC is not the thing that helps us. Some a little THC helps with, like, uh, 
happy disposition. Like if you have PTS, when you do that, you don't. That's that's the kind of stuff they're they're using. And you should really look into it before you just say this stuff. is. Look, first of all, the, from the very beginning in this country, they propagandized marijuana. They had a, a war on it, literally, I think from the 30s or 50s. I can't remember when, where all this propaganda went out. It is absolutely un, untrue. Just because a lot of stupid people are attracted to marijuana, it doesn't mean marijuana makes you stupid. Although, if you smoke too much of it, it will. <laughs> that I know. Uh a lot of burn. There were a lot of burnouts in in uh, Bayshore and Iceland when I was growing up. Uh, they they smoke too much. You know they have the look. The can't explain it. The eyes are just stoned all the time. And, and it's always going to be those people. So leave them alone. <laughs> like who cares? It's always not hurting anybody. That's what liberty means. You're not supposed to make laws that tells people how to behave. Behavior cannot be modified by legislation. We're going to do what we want. You, all you're going to do is fill the prison system, which is already overstuffed, and they need to bail, they need to get rid of people. We have more people per capita in prison than any other nation in the world. Doesn't that chill you to the bone a little bit? It did me when I heard it. Enough with the enough with the government stopping this and punishing this and punishing that let's punish behavior oh, I, you know, we caught you drunk sleeping in the back seat of your car they, they, they made laws now that just because you're in the back seat you're still in the car this is idiotic someone's trying to sleep in their back seat sleeping it off and you, and you come and bust them for it. it it should be oh good thank you go back to bed go back to sleep <laughs> Uh, that's the thing. That's a responsible person. The person that goes to sleep in the bed, you don't charge him with it. De- this is how they are. They, they, they demonize. They want to get these people. They want to bad. They want to make them pay for the pain someone else made them feel. You know, you pay. That's the problem. The other person that violated a law by violating your rights. That's the person you focus on, and they already did break the law. So there's no new laws needed. Again, we have drunk driving laws. Do people drive drunk still to this day, Susan? They sure do. Right? Right. And by the way, all the things you're hearing by idiots that are uh, trying to get the marijuana thing to stop. Oh, now we got marijuana and just driving under the influence of marijuana. And then, oh, it's much worse than drinking alcohol. No, it's not. And no, it's not. You can't give a bunch of teenagers high doses of THC. Put them behind a wheel and and then make them drive. And by the way, they weren't still more dangerous than the drunk drivers. The drunk drivers drive too fast. The pot smokers drive too slow. Which one do you want? Dumbass! HHS from CNSnews.com. Health and Human Secretary Sylvia Burwell. Announced last week that the agency is spending $4.2 million in funding awards to enhance native language revitalization efforts. Wow. That's important. Enhance native language revitalization efforts. Oh, oh is that English? I, I don't think so. <laughs> 
uh, oh, that's that's what we should be doing, enhancing the native language called uh, English. Burwell also said the agency will provide $600,000 for the Tribal Early Learning Initiative. That's your money going to Indians to try and help them save the heritage that the young Indians don't believe in, don't want any part of, and aren't interested. And that's why everyone's in a panic. But why are we spending our money on it? This is, a, this is an Indian problem. You Indians work it out. But no, they're going to take $4.2 million of your money to try and revitalize a language that went away because nobody speaks it. What's the point in learning it? It's like the kids that go to college. They learn nonsense. They come out. They can't get a job. Even if it was a free market, you couldn't get a job with these idiots. I'm sorry. It's our fault. It's not your fault, kids. I know it. Young men and women. I know. I'm not, just because you're millennials, I don't know why you don't like the name. I think it's a nice name. Uh, just because we put you in, in indoctrination centers and you came out and indoctrinated, it's not your fault. It's the rest of us' fault. Who decided that we should be funding federal funding of education when there's nothing in the Constitution that allows for it? It is unconstitutional. I cannot say that word enough. Six hundred thousand for the tribal early learning initiative, an additional one million for tribal court improvement programs. Oh yeah, they have their own courts. They're their own nation. If you didn't know that, yeah, it's always smart to have a nation within a nation. That's not good for the nation or the people. Look at the, oh, really go to a, go to a reservation here out west, not those nice ones out like on Long Island and stuff. Come out here out west where the real Indian tribes were. And uh, see where, how they have to live on the res. See see if you think it's a great idea. They she, live in abject poverty. She was announcing this while being here in Montana last week. Well, you know, this is where they killed Custer. So, Well, we have five nations here. That, see, they love Indians. They hated Custer. Well, he wasn't. That's there. what Prague's do. They think that they, oh, it's so native people. Oh, they get all like this. Uh, oh, they teach that to him because all these native people are socialists. Well, it's just the way it is. You grow up on welfare and the res, you you get used to it. And if they're not getting welfare on the res or, or something, they are going outside the res and committing, yes, crime. Any place there's a reservation out west, there is high crime. Akin to the inner cities on a smaller scale. Do you need to quickly do that before we get off the air we're hour two we're hour three what i didn't announce hour three yes you did you forgot again i did not announce hour three uh, now you're just making things up i did not we're at hour three how much time do i have oh my goodness like 20 minutes i think i can get through this in 20 minutes no Oh, oh, you want to tell everybody where they can listen to the show? Well, if you go on StartPage, we don't use Google. We use StartPage that uses Google and keeps us secret. They don't collect IP at nothing. No information at all, unlike Google. But they use Google. So you're really searching on Google, and it's as fast, but you're secret. I like that. So you can just do 
the star page search for Uncooperative Radio, and believe me, you'll have plenty of options. But you can listen to us live and get the downloads and get all the apps at uncooperativeradio.com, which is on Spreaker. You can listen to us on TalkShoe. We're still uploading over there if you're downloading over there. And, yes, you are in the hundreds. Uh, we're still putting them up there, too. It automatically goes to iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, Podbean. Sometimes sometimes I put it on what's the Pod something or other. That I don't do it all the time. So basically, the ones that are picking up my radio show off the feed where I don't have to do anything, that they're all getting the show. I don't know who they are or how many they are, but there's a lot of them. Um, there's not You can also, of course, if you didn't know this, by all the commercials, we, were, we are rebroadcast on Red State Talk Radio as well. And redstatetalkradio.com is a great place to go to listen to conservative talk radio 24-7, streaming, some live, most not. No, no callers. But it you need to go check redstatetalkradio.com. Also check out it's a free newsletter. Sign up while you're there. It's worth it's worth reading, and I get a lot of crap in my inbox. Uh, that's not it's good. I I, I stop and read it every time. Uh, so you want to check that out. Also, I, if you want to listen to our show, Red State Talk Radio, there's two studios, Studio A and Studio B. On Studio A, our show is rebroadcasted Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And that is correct. The 24-7 listener line is 605-562-4209. That's 605-562-4209. That's a free listener line. Don't need a smartphone or anything. Even the, those old Bakelite phones will work. Studio B, our show is rebroadcasted Sunday, 12 a.m. Eastern. Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. And the 24-7 listen line is 518-712-0045. 518-712-0045. Did I miss anything? No, you did not. And you can move on from here because I really want you to get to the last dumbass section. We already saw, already told the folks how dumbass HHS is. You Mormon? Went, you went too far. I know. Yeah. Mormon? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't have a cough button. I apologize. If you want me to have a call button, you can go to uncooperativeblogger.com. And uh, on the left side there, there's a PayPal thing where you can donate. And uh, all the proceeds will go for needed stuff. Microphones, microphone attachment, cork for the thing, computers, computer parts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and et cetera. Oh, we really could use some help. So if you want to donate, that's the way to do it. Or, you know, if you've been going to my advertisers because they got—I know—I pick stuff you like. Uh, that's a way to help the show. If you don't have any money, if there's something on the show that's advertised that you like, don't do it just to do it. That you're interested in, please do call the number in the commercial, because otherwise we won't get paid. The adage won't get paid, and the advertisers will be very happy. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that's well, our we don't get paid to air them. We only get paid when you go and you know find out if you want to buy it and whether you buy it or not. I still get I still get paid just for the lead. So keep that in mind. It's not a lot of money, 
but every little every little bit helps us we're we're really financially strapped so all right uh dumbass morons from the ap the mormon church announced wednesday it will maintain its long time affiliation with the boy scouts despite the organization's decision to allow gay troop leaders preventing what would have been a thundering blow to the national association it's more than just gay troop leaders uh, gay kids. Why would Mormons do this? How dumbass is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, Mormons are considered a cult by most Christians. Uh, to understand them and their decisions, it's just impossible. Uh, there's more to the Mormon church than the Bible. I believe there are four books of the Mormon church, one of which is the Bible. But then there's the other ones that are a little problematic. We have one. We have one what? Mormon book. We do. Mormon book of what? I don't know what it's called, but we have it. Like all the other... It's the main Mormon book, the one they give out when they come and knock on your door. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I don't bother reading it. Not a Mormon, don't want to be a Mormon, don't care. Yet you read Islam. Well, I, I, I looked at Mormon, but that's Christian, so... And I had no interest in the way they, the way their religion is uh, handled. I'll say, I don't like it. It's it's too much. It's too much politics, and not enough spirituality, which is the case with most organized religion. Uh, I th look, people are going to send their kids to the Boy Scouts because of this anymore, and they've been popping up with alternatives. Like, uh, I think they're called trailblazers for the for the boys to replace the Boy Scouts. And then it's the, uh, what's the one for the girls again? You really don't remember your I, daughter was a troop leader That's here. probably why I don't remember. The American Heritage Girls. That's right. And if you don't have one in your area, maybe you want to start one. Couldn't do worse than my daughter. Uh, <clears throat> The decision from senior leaders of the Mormon Church, the nation's largest sponsor of Boy Scout units, come as somewhat of a surprise when the Boy Scouts announced on July 28th that it would lift its ban on gay adult leaders while allowing church-sponsored scout units to continue excluding gay adults. Church leaders decided to stay with the Boy Scouts after getting assurances they can appoint troop leaders according to their own religious and moral values. Well, that's the other thing about the Heritage Girls, it, they have to be sponsored by a church, Christian church. Um, so it is, it is actually very Christian. So if that's a problem with you, you might not want to send your kids there. But you, you drop them off at the indoctrination centers and worried about the Boy Scouts. Uh, well, actually, the Boy Scouts I'm worried about. But, you know, the Trailblazers or the Heritage Girls. Church leaders decided to stay. All right, where? The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said in a news release Wednesday, the Mormon Church sponsors nearly 38,000 scout units. Wow. With 427,000 boys, accounting for about 18% of all youth scouts. Officials with the Boy Scouts of America said it appreciates the decision noting that the organization is successful because of affiliations with groups like the Mormon Church. The BSA affirms and will defend 
the right of all religious chartered organizations to select their scout leaders in accordance with their religious beliefs, the Boy Scouts said in a statement. So I, then that why did they say, do that at all? That doesn't make any sense. Really? Oh, you're, you're saying you're allowing it, and then you're saying, but the individual troop, uh, troops, the individual, what are they called? Groups of, of whatever the whatever they are. They can choose who they want their leaders to be based on religion. Well, it ain't going to be any homosexuals. So why so, would they choose? So what, what are you going to do when the homosexual you. brings a lawsuit? Because exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, not, I'm not buying this at all. Nope. There ain't no way you can choose your but, own. See, no. but this, I, that's why I They will it. drag them into, atheists are going to drag them into court like you would believe. And that's why I said that the Mormons are dumbasses. Because if they di- don't know what you just brought out, they're dumbass. They should be sponsoring the Trailblazers and the Heritage Girls. That's what they, not, not this secular, this has turned a very secular group that's not how it was it was a very christian organization at its beginnings why because christianity lifts people out of depression that's why no islam makes you depressed and oppressed as a matter of fact the bsa affirms and will defend the right of all religious chartered organizations to select their scout leaders in accordance with their religious beliefs the boy scouts said in a statement they had to have some kind of agreement with the ACLU or something to do this because if I was a lawyer and really cared about that, I, I'd take them to court instantly. You can't say that you allow gay troop leaders and then in the next breath say the individual groups can decide by their religious beliefs who their scout leaders are. That's contrary to what you said as a blanket statement that they are now allowed. Any group that goes against that is going to get sued. They'll say, oh, well, well, yeah, the individuals are going to get sued. Then what? Scout leaders in Utah are relieved and thrilled with the decision. About 99% of the 167,500 scouts in the two largest councils are Mormon. We've been worried for about four weeks, said Rick Barnes, scout executive for the Great Salt Lake Council in Utah. If the church had left, it would have meant a lot of rebuilding. Not really. Stan Lockhart, president of Utah National Parks Council. Well, that says it right there. Anyone that goes for this unconstitutional national park crap is, uh, well, a prog. Said he was surprised when Mormon leaders said they were considering breaking away from the Boy Scouts. He said he had no idea what would have happened. We just know there would have been an impact. Yeah, there's going to be an impact with homosexual troop leaders, too. The decision was also applauded by Zach Walls, an Eagle Scout raised by lesbians who heads the advocacy group Scouts for Equality. See, he's all screwed up in the head. And he was raised by lesbians, that's why. Lesbians don't live in a real world. They live in a fake world, like all homosexuals. It would have been incredibly disappointing for hundreds of thousands of young boys to be denied that opportunity because the policy change said, well, no, it would be great if they would. They don't need to be exposed to sex, education, and homosexuality. Sorry. I can't can't imagine a conservative right now listening to me has their children in the Boy or Girl Scouts of America or public schools and colleges. Why? Because you, they know it's child abuse. 
Plain and simple. Why send your kid into this environment you don't agree with? Send them to the other ones. That's why they come out with these. Just like AMAC is a, is a choice you can make over AARP. Don't give money to the AARP. There's a couple of other, not just that, a couple other groups out there that actually have better better uh, discounts for you, and or at least as good, without you giving money to the enemy. Why well, spend your money on the enemy if you don't have to? Okay, be, what has to happen is that we need to have a mindset changed. These organizations that historically were for us, conservatives, religious people, family members, elderly, are been taken over. Like Brian and I have pointed out over and over and over again, in the 30s, the Prague started taking over the literature. They took over the religion. Well, now this is their last leg, if you must say, of the stool to take these organizations over. They're no longer an option. They don't have a stool. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't use that. They don't use that analogy. That's a Reagan analogy of conservatism. I know. I know. Progs don't have it. Progs just have a gerbil wheel. I don't know what they have. <laughs> uh, they live in a world of make believe. Fifty Shades but, of Grey. But the point is that all these institutions that we used to look towards for our values are gone. They no longer exist. It doesn't matter. They're always replaced, just like I just pointed out. There, there's people out there that won't allow it, kids not to have the... But why have that experience? A secular... We, we, you want to turn your kid into a Prague? That's not a good experience for them. You want a Christian-run one is a good experience. That's, you know, I'm not a Christian, but I, I, Christianity is good for people. And anyone that says otherwise doesn't live in reality. Yes, I know most atheists don't live in reality. They live in a fairy tale world where God doesn't exist and nothing bad's going to happen to them after they die. They'll just be dead. They'll wink out. It's over. I'd, would God make something like that? What in nature does that? What in nature just winks out? And. No, it's. Well, even the. Comes back if a flower dies and. Next, that doesn't mean there won't be flowers next year. Of course there will. Well, that's the whole thing. Even the scientific world stated energy cannot be created or destroyed, only change from one form to the other. Thank you. I used to know my Newtonians uh, pretty good. But that goes to the point of what you're saying. God didn't create something like that that just winks out. Not even a star just winks out. No. No, no, no. When the star goes, it it actually creates other things. Uh, again, it, doesn't, it can't be created, destroyed, changed from one form to the other. The energy of that star still has to exist somewhere, somehow. And that's that's the way. Okay. That's the way of God's plan. So why would He make people just live like a hundred years and then they're gone? And there's no there's no benefit because everything they learned and experienced which is good, is gone if it just winks out. God doesn't do that. God moves things along. So the next, I don't know whether he, he uses, he'll reincarnate you or put you in purgatory or throw you in hell or brace you in heaven. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I'm telling I look, I'm a minister. I'm telling you, your guess is as good as mine. No one, the only people that know for sure are the ones that, 
accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, and that means I'm going to heaven. Okay, but I don't think God works that way. He, I think God expects you to do certain things and become your soul to become something that it's meant to be. And if you don't do that, then you can't go to heaven. So I've thought of all different scenarios and, and learned all different religions. It's something we're going to be reincarnated. We're going to, we're going to be uh, sent to purgatory to cleanse our spirit before we go to heaven, if you will. Something like that is going to happen. Maybe something we can't comprehend. Uh, it doesn't matter. Something along those lines has to happen. Otherwise, what a waste of our life. I might have, I didn't read the entire article, and I do want you to get this paragraph because. This one? Yeah, this one is redeeming them. I did not know this. I didn't read the whole article. This is no redemption. The renewed commitment from the LDS Church did include an important caveat. Church said it will continue evaluating and refining alternatives to Boy Scouts okay. that would better suit the increasingly global membership of the religion. With more than half of the religion's 15 million members living outside the United States, there has long been speculation the Salt Lake City-based religion will create its own scouting-type program. So this is like they're just waiting. Well, no, they're looking into it. Because we'll see how this, it's more like, we see how this goes right now, but they're looking for alternatives. And they're going to find it. What I, I just told you about the two they're going to find. And they and they might decide that that seat suits them better because it, each individual troop has to be sponsored by a church. So it would, it would be Mormon. It's fine. Uh, just the way it is. I mean, kid, kids... I don't know what the Mormon church teaches kids, frankly, uh, but it can't be as harmful as homosexuals. I, I, I'm i sorry. I know that sounds horrible, but the homosexuals have declared war on us breeders, and so we're at war, whether you like it or not. We are here on the Uncooperative Radio Show. Yes, I'm not putting up with any of your homo shit anymore. Shite. What did I say? You said the the real word. Uh oh, I didn't mean to say that. Actually, I meant to say Shiite because <laughs> I was trying to make a Muslim reference. Sorry, uh, didn't mean to say that word. Actually, I did want to say Shiite because uh, they kind of remind me of Islam, the Mormons, mm -hmm. the extra stuff. When you read the extra stuff to the more all about the Mormons, the other books, it really opens your eyes to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this is this is just too much. I'm sorry. I, I don't believe that he was a prophet, their prophet, any more than Muhammad was a prophet. He was a prophet. He was a, he was a mercenary. He was he was a he was everything evil. He was nothing good about Muhammad. And I've said that enough. I'm sure I'm going to get a fatwa against me. I don't care. Good. Usually. When you do that, people usually come to check out the show. So fatwa away. Same thing with homosexuals. Complain away on the internet because that makes more people come to my show too. I shouldn't tell you this because now you're not going to do it. We're not afraid and we will not comply. And we must go. This is the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here.